Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me are Austin Smith. Hey. Drew Alderson. <laughs> and a special guest, Ricky Joe White. Hello. Um, we're going to start off with our guests, like always. Ricky, what is your past gaming experience as far as board games, um, card games, and even video games if you've ever done any competing type things in video games? He was born playing Hero Clicks. <laughs> um... Well, I, yeah, video games, I guess, was my first uh, thing I got into. Halo 2, my cousin Josh and I played a lot. Um, I wouldn't say we played, like, super competitively, but we played a lot on Xbox Live and got pretty high on the rankings. Um, and then about senior year, I got into um, Killer Bunnies, Munchkin, some of the more... Not super competitive. I never played Magic or anything like that, but the more fun, like, beat up your fellow player <laughs> games that are fun to me. So, But uh, Hero Clicks, I got into when Hunter started playing. Um, he brought a bunch of, well, he brought Cap over, so then I was automatically <laughs> in love. Captain America's my favorite hero, so uh, we played a couple little games. Uh, I had Avengers, and I think he, you were playing that Joker yeah, um, the Legacy Joker. Yeah, and I I played a lot of Street Fighter clicks back then too because yeah. that was most of what I had. No, the <laughs> the Blue Lantern Flash and Green Lantern uh, yeah, from Blackest that. Night. That was the best <laughs> yeah. combo back then. But I mean, that's uh, yeah. Here you've got me in the hero clicks, and I haven't looked back since then. Um, I actually you didn't mention Munchkin. We were just talking about Munchkin. Austin was asking me how it is. Yeah. I, I just played it for the first time. I bought the base set, and I love it so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you're a big Munchkin. Yeah, player. it's fun. I try to get all the expansions. Um, who are your favorite comic characters aside from Cap, of course? Oh, just uh, a, two or three of your your top faves. Well, since Brubaker brought back uh, Bucky, I would have to say. I mean, I was <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of Bucky. I mean, I knew he's Cap's sidekick, and Cap struggled with it a lot. You know through the older issues, but when he brought back Huppy, uh, Bucky, he became my, one of my favorites. Um, Iron Fist is probably my second favorite hero uh, behind Cap, and then probably Moon Knight. I really like Moon Knight. I still need to read all those. Very good books. choices. Yeah. yeah. Um, who wrote the ones that I have the trades of? Dang it. The... Um, not Marvel, not, not Vengeance of Moon Knight, but the one that was before that. Which Vengeance of Moon Knight's not bad, but the run before that, the ones that I think you have the same trades too. Yeah, I like the, uh, Those are so good. That's the best Moon Knight the, books. They pull Moon Knight run in at one point. I can't remember. Yeah, that. yeah. That's that is the one that you're yeah. that I'm talking about. That was good. Um, what is your favorite Hero Clicks set? I think I already probably. Know that. <laughs> yeah, I liked Cap set. The one thing I like, I feel like they missed out on a couple. Of, Opportunities with um, they need mutate generics for something. Yeah, with like Arnim Zola, I feel like some of his uh, villains they kind of missed an opportunity with, like a Mary Droid and a couple other, you know, stuff that I would have liked to see. I understand what why they chose the characters they did, but Chaos War is probably my yeah. That's, 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 that was what I was gonna say. It doesn't rhyme with Chaos <laughs> War. So. That's what I was thinking too. Right, I mean, right when you got me into Chaos War or to Heroclix. Chaos War was like coming out the next week or something. Yeah, it was literally when it came out when we started getting big into clicks. 
And I remember buying that, and I pulled Century Void, which I didn't really ever get a chance <laughs> to play with it, because I think I ended up selling it. Yeah, you're here like, I don't know what I should do. I'm like, he's like 80 bucks right <laughs> the now. First time, Sell him. The first time you played that 1800-point Galactus... And you put Centroid on our team, and you're like, oh, he's not going to be that great. And we murdered We also cheated a lot. (laughs) Yeah, we also didn't know the rules. I didn't know that... You didn't have a Herald. I didn't know... Oh, yeah, I didn't play a Herald. We didn't know Colossal Stamina, like, that I could keep attacking. Um, Also, we didn't know that while you're based, you can still shoot. Yeah. Because that was the first time we played a Colossal. But, yeah, I was looking at that picture, actually, when I was moving my pictures over to my new phone. And you guys had like Sentry Void, um, the Chainos. You had a bunch of really stupid pieces. Yeah. Genusville. <laughs> um, uh, I've got what? a question for Ricky. How many CURs of Chaos War do you think you've pulled in your lifetime? Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I think I bought two bricks. And then I bought that one like half brick from when I finally Boy. pulled Avengers Prime. And I think that was like... Yeah, because I bought like a few of the boosters and I yeah. didn't pull the chase, and I was all happy like, what I pulled. And you're like, I'll take the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> and I finally pulled them, and I was like, oh. But um, I don't know, probably two or three, honestly, not not too many. I mean, favorite three hero clicks figures, like specific figures. Cap forty from Captain America. Smoky Foot. No, well. Oh, the Peanut Cap. Yeah, yeah. Peanut Cap. I well, Smoky Foot. They're like tied. They're. I one think they're both forty. Yeah, they are both okay. forty. But I I love both of those pieces, so I'd say those. Are, that's number one. Scumbag. <laughs> um, <laughs> that Red Skull with the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, and he's really good. Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, man. If you don't say Avengers Prime, it would be bad. Yeah, I, I guess Avengers Prime would be my next. Me and Austin were talking about Avengers Prime the other day, and I was telling him, I have actually never played against it, had to play against it, or with it. I've gotten lucky enough. How many times? Like, he's been in several tournaments that I've been in, but I've never had to actually, somehow, I've never been matched up against it. He's one of those pieces that, like, if you have the capability to handle him, you can lock him down. Yeah. But if your opponent is able to run free with Avengers Prime, just... Just quit. Like, there, there's no stopping them sometimes. Today we're going to discuss the games we played this week, um, new spoilers that, and other news that's came out in the Clicks world. And our main topic today is discussing possible uh, DC main sets that could come out after this current Marvel run, and some ideas for what the next big event for DC could be, along with maybe ideas for resources or some other kind of you know key component to the, the, the DC event. And then we'll go over our community section, answer some questions, and we will announce the dial contest winner. Um, let's get into what we played this week. We just got back from the dugout. We played 1,000 points, Lord of the Rings. This is another one of the Gen Con preparation events. This is, of course, our last one because Gen Con is next week. Um, I actually... to Sauron. I didn't get to play because we had an uneven number of points or people I set out so what let's start with Drew <laughs> Drew how'd it go your turn uh, alright so we, this won't take long because we'll just be able to condense it into one quick hey Andrew you came up with a team right oh yeah yeah I did um turns out Austin had the same exact team almost down <laughs> to like one or two figures. That that immediately put the air out of my balloon. <laughs> my parade was rained on effectively. <laughs> so 
basically what we're playing is the Sauron from the original set, the starter Sauron, who is pretty ridiculous in the thousand point game because you can make people not do anything. His epic action stops five, or per 200 you stop one character from taking a power or move action for that turn. So you literally lock down five figures. Yep. As long as you just keep throwing a token on him every time. He's got a pulse wave where you can give everyone a token that you hit. He's got outwit, perplex. And, and that's with a 10 range, so that's within five squares. On that. I, I love his damage ability, though, because it's outwit, perplex, and exploit, and it they can't counter anything else yeah. he has until they counter it. It's pretty ridiculous. He's got, like, a lot of emperor. He's got a life. giant quake, too. 10 clicks alive. He's a giant, so you can and he can him. phase, and then immediately be given a free attack with giant reach ability with a negative two attack, which for is fine because he has a twelve attack already. So he's Drew, a ten and a four for free. What piece did we both run two of that is really good and negates that negative two on his attack? Malthusaron and Malthusaron's really ridiculous because of that perplex. It's just so good if you're within five squares, you don't have to have line of sight, and you can perp down someone by two. Well, you can do the two no matter what, but yeah. and he's an eight range double bolt um, with mind top, control. Yeah, and his bottom half of his dial. Yeah, he's got he's got stealth regen and outwit and and pinside blast it. With, yeah, once again with range double bolt. He's just so good. Also, the Saruman from Fellowship of the Ring, the new one, the rare. I think that guy did the most carrying for me. He's all so day. good. Yeah, his mind control is ridiculous. You get a ten range and you don't need line. You need line. Of, you, you ignore blocking, blocking and elevated. Blocking and elevated. You don't ignore characters, though, so you have to work around that. But it's still really good. Oh, yeah. Um, if I had a dollar for every time I made my opponent Sauron smack one of his own characters, it would have paid my way into that tournament. You're probably <laughs> thinking, like... Well, that's the team right there, obviously. That's got to be, what, 600 points? I still got 400 points left. And you know what they are? Orc archers. <laughs> Hundreds of archers. The orc archers that also ignore... <coughs> they just ignore what? Elevated? They ignore hindering and, ele- and elevated. Hindering and elevated. So they look right through stealth, and that's only if they're adjacent to another character that shares a keyword with them that's equal to or more points value and range 5 or higher. Which applies to each other and to But they have Sarmon. enhancement on their top dial yeah. and 2 damage already. So you line them up and you just rain arrows from the sky. It's like, as you said, my favorite thing was... You hit somebody with an archer, and they're like, oh, how hard did you hit me? And be like, five. And they'd be like, they'd look over and be like, but it only says two. And it's like, one, two, three. Three enhancements. You keep them together. How many points are there? 50. 40. 40? 40? Yeah, 40. they're, so they're could, cheaper. Did the orc warriors have? Uh, I used a... For, they should have forces of Sauron, too. Okay. I used a little uh, a little guy. I think it's Gorsbag, Gorbag or whatever. He's like 40 points also, but he has leadership enhancement, and then he drops like flurry blades and stuff. Yeah, it's a good piece. Really good. I ran two of those with my archers, kept kept those two in the back to enhance the archers, and then when they moved up, I'd move up my Gorbags. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And then, because Sauron's giant, it's kind of a downfall against this team, and that's the one thing I really liked is if an enemy's got a Sauron, all your archers are like, oh, I can just see him from about everywhere. And you you double start. perp down his defense, outweighed it with Saruman, and there's not much he's going to do. Well, and that, that's the other thing that's great about that Saruman is freaking, he gets outwit prob, he's in dom, which there, there's a high risk getting out, yeah. out action in this, but you're running a good minion army with some solid big pieces. I loved it. We could We could sit here and probably talk about each round, but I will sum it up into... 
Whoever won the roll won the game. Because yeah. Sauron just locks you down. Locks down the other Sauron. Because it states choose and not target, it ignores first round immunity on stopping them from making actions. So in me and Andrew's game, like I went first, I locked him down, moved archers into position. By the time Andrew could move up, everything was clear and I was ready to start unleashing him. No, I didn't even think about that as far as first round immunity. Because I, I, brought, I brought that up. I mentioned it to you when you were asking about it. Because first round immunity states you can't be targeted, you can't be something or another. But there's a bunch of at the beginning of the game choose traits. Yeah, I'll check it out just to make sure before yeah. Gen Con. I don't remember you guys. I didn't. I didn't actually play, like I said. But I'll look. I'll write that down to look up just to make sure. Um, I, I also did a Fear Itself Thursday. Um, I ran a Iron Fist Heimdall on a three hundred with Book of the Skull to fill out. That was fun. We we taught like Rick, Ricky was there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we taught, like, I don't know, freaking... There were, like, eight new people there. It was freaking crazy. Yeah, the the bad thing about Fear Itself, in my opinion, is for those new people coming in, none of them... Like, I gave some... The last two Fear Itself events at CBU, I've given away a Book of Skull resources. Yeah. Because I feel bad, because, like, if you don't have a Book of Skull, you're not going to get plus two attack. It's... You know, it's, like, it's real... I mean, you're... It's an uphill battle for some of those people, you know. In that sense, it almost seems like a necessity to have. Yes. Because there's so many high defense values. Because I ran uh, Tenaris or Tenaris oh, with Mox Hammer. Yeah, Tenaris with Mox Hammer is really It's yeah. just game yeah. over, dude. Yeah. Titania, who's a lot better than I thought she was going to be. I mean, she's, well, because a lot of people have super strength, so. She's solid. Yeah. And then I had uh, uh, Speedball. Yeah, speedball yeah. awesome. Yeah. And he's Oh, did you know that you can run into walls and uh, trigger that oh, really? ability? Yeah, I was going to use that next time I pull him. I just happened to read that on Realms the other day, That's but really cuz of the way it's worded, you can use speedball's ability and attack walls and blocking and stuff and get those tokens for the pluses. That's that really good. still counts. But uh, I made a horrible tactical error um, during my second game that caused me from going like 2-1 and that was a uh, he had a flyer and I had Iron Fist, and he had, it was the Black Widow, and she was running up and down. And so I pushed and I went after Robin instead because I didn't want to sit and chase the Black Widow. I wanted to walk out with as many points as I could. Forgot the hammer technically gives him plus two, and he had flurry. So he flurried me for three and then three and murdered my Iron Fist. <laughs> but uh, what I should have done since his Black Widow had two tokens was to chase him down the cliff, tie her up, get to where Robin couldn't properly see me and shoot me. And then make him waste a turn, and then just blast him the next turn. Yeah. What kind of boosters were you using with Fear itself? It was five gravity feeds. We got a two Pacific Rim, two Teen Titans gravity feed, and a Lord of the Rings, which was really weird. It was only three hundred points, and there was Pacific Rims in there. Yeah, that was the problem I had. That seems like a horrible. I think he layout. was just wanting to move product. Probably. <laughs> it was. It was weird. Somebody did run uh, the big. What's the big one's name? Trino Alpha. I know Scott They're ran, all big Scott ones. Ran <laughs> yeah, the uh, the months the slanter. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I saw someone run a full or not a full. And they got wrecked by Dracula. I was gonna say they would be horrible anyways in three hundred because think about it, Book of Skulls. You're what's the what's the worst thing about facing a temple? They're hard to hit, especially those guys. They all have like twenty yeah. defense, and you're like, I'm never gonna hit this twenty. Not when a hammer gives you plus two exploit. Yeah. You're going, you're just cutting right through so it. So when you run in with Drac, you get to steal it. And, you're just, <laughs> and, well, you're just like, and their their team ability is Mystics. Mystics. So he didn't get the heal. Because, uh, 
I did see a Drac drop a hammer and heal three on the second turn, though, and it was a pretty beautiful thing as he proceeded to wreck everybody. I yeah, we were we were recently talking about how good vampires are with Book of Skull, period. Just yeah, for the seriously. quake, for the yeah. steel energy, and I can't wait to play the vampire to jubilee with one. Holy crap! She's so nuts, man. She's so cheap. Um, and then Wednesday we played at uh, Game Preserve. And Austin, tell us about your team. Okay, so I've been wanting to play Kurth for a while. Oh, I should explain the team build. Uh, yeah. 600 points, Silver Age, nothing but figures and ATAs are allowed, but the key point of the build Oops. is nope. nobody on your team can share a keyword with anybody else on your team. So okay. most people went with what would be easy, which is like three or four figures, so that that way they don't. it's yeah. easier to get around the keyword thing. And I would say the average team that we saw was three or four figures. Yeah. Did anybody play Static? <laughs> Nobody played Static. He's, I, um, I think he'd be MVP of that event. Go ahead, Austin. I, I saw a, uh, one, one guy played a Centroid, which we usually don't see often. Um, but I ran a... I wanted to use that Red Tornado. I've talked about him on the podcast once or twice. He's one of those pieces I've wanted to find a good use for. Because he's a cool piece. I like his TK and everything. So I built a barrier support team around Kurth. And what I ran was Kurth with Thunderbolts, a 50-point Scarlet Witch, Bunker, Red Tornado, and Omen. And the goal was to build a team that ignored line of sight on a bunch of stuff, could put Kurth in position, weaken his target, and then I could just pick them up and smash them headfirst through a bunch of walls. Well, we had just got done talking last week about how, or was it the week before, map choice is so important. That was our very first podcast, actually, when we okay. talked about... Oh, last week was map choice. Yeah. It kind of was the first one, too, because... Yeah, because I, I got wrecked on a few bad Because ones. I said, look at the cards before you pick map. That's what was making me yeah. think of first. No, uh, I played uh, that Realm of, Realm of Death map I've been wanting to try out against uh, another guy's uh, Hawkeye support team. Like, he built a whole team set to make uh, Thunderbolt's Hawkeye really, really good. So I ended up picking... Realm. I don't think he needs support to be really, really I know. good. But so, <laughs> so I picked that map, which is just a maze of 2 by 2 hallways with walls in between. We spent probably 30 minutes of the 45 with him just blowing up walls, trying to get to where he could shoot Kurth. And as soon as he could take a shot at Kurth, I just ran over behind a bunch of other walls and he had to start over again. We almost ended the match like 84 to 89 or something like that, and he finally picked off one more figure towards the end. Um, but my second match, the guy was playing that Slate, which we talked about him last week. That oh, Slate's ridiculous. Dear Lord. But he also had Kurth. Well... Uh, Omen is a piece a lot of people slept on from Teen Titans. She's ridiculous for 98 points. She really is. She's calculator. She's uh, mastermind. Uh, in cap. Um, she gets a negative two perplex without requiring line of fire and mind control without requiring line of fire. So what I did was I mind controlled his Kurth. I negative two his defense, mind controlled him, picked up his slate after he spent a few turns trying to get slate into position, ran slate through three walls, Dropped him next to my red tornado, which was down on close combat expert. Then my Kurth picked up his Kurth, ran right back through the walls, and then smashed his Kurth. And then I killed his slate and finished off Kurth. Oh, it was a fun match. Uh, that Kurth is one of the most fun pieces I've ever played. We should note that uh, that map is is good against team bases. Oh yeah, because um, it slows them down. They have to play through the maze to try to get through. Yeah, it's it will it limits their options to where they can move because they can't stop. In a lot of places, and legally end yeah, their movement. And there's not a lot of hindering that would block line of fire to them. 
Whereas some of them, like the Justice League teammates, as Batman ally. Yeah. And on some maps, they can hide behind little gaps of hindering just enough to where you can't draw a line of fire without hitting it. There's, like, none on this. If they're in a hallway and there's one piece of hindering over towards the wall or whatever, it's not going to really help them that much. You and, you, you, you went two and one, right? Um, yeah, I, I lost the first one. What was your whole team? Um, it was Red Tornado, Bunker, um, Omen, uh, Kurth. Red Tornado, Bunker, Omen, Kurth. A Damaged Warbot and a 50-point Scarlet Witch, which uh, I just calculated the Mystics with Omen and just tore it up. And Bunker was good, too. So I use this event as... I do most events at Game Preserve as an opportunity to try a bunch of pieces that I have that I've needed to try. And I, like I, like we just said, most people ran three or four pieces because they were trying to get around the not sharing a keyword thing. And my team has nine characters. And somehow, out of these <laughs> nine characters, I didn't share any keywords. Um, only two of the nine had I ever played before, and the other seven were pieces that I've been wanting to try that I've had for a while. And it's kind of a wild card abuse team. It's um, the new Shocker, the Spider Girl that can carry and heal, the Web of Spider-Man Black Cat, Web of Spider-Man Rocket Racer, Secret Invasion Punisher who has the chain gun ability. Oh, he's awesome. Where he's one that he's actually the main reason I built the team was because I wanted to play him. I've been wanting him forever, period. I finally just got him. He was okay. He was worth his points, but he wasn't as good as I thought he'd be. His chain gun ability is he makes a ranged attack and hits somebody and then afterwards he can make a free uh, ranged attacks targeting anybody adjacent to them so he can like keep on getting free shots as long as they're all next to each other. Um, I did uh, Cheshire from the team base, Avancer, 50-point Avancer with a Green Lantern team ability, and Nightshade from Arkham Asylum, and Blue Beetle, the Jaime Reyes Mystics Blue Beetle. I would just like to say anyone who puts Rocket Racer on a team deserves the win in my opinion. So, <laughs> and I put Thunderbolts on Shocker. So the whole key um, way I made the team work is... Wait, if, Shocker if, is Thunderbolts? Yeah. yeah. So if you've oh, never... Gosh. If you've never... People sleep on the Green Lantern team ability. And I had all these characters. Avancer only cost me 50 points, and he can carry every single one of them. That's ridiculous. Well, he can't carry Blue Beetle because he's a flyer. But he can carry the rest of them. And then all of them are... Um, I have two Mystics, Nightshade and Blue Beetle. And Shocker has Sinister Syndicate. And I put Thunderbolts on him, and I chose Avengers Initiative. Every other piece on my team is a wild card. So every of, almost all of them have Mystics, the ability to ignore hindering, and the ability to share attack values, and they can copy Green Lantern team ability. That's ridiculous. Um, and when I got there and we looked at everybody's power pieces, like you said, there's somebody had a cent- two people might have had centroids. I think so. I think two people had centroids, and there were so that many like curves. Superboy Prime, and I was like, I looked at Phil, I was like, I should have brought a better that team. Was... I'm gonna get destroyed. I ended up winning. I was so sad because, like, the reason I wanted to play Kurth was I thought everyone had gotten Kurth out of their system. Yeah. And so I bring him along, I build this nice little TK team with him and all this stuff, and then 50 of them there. The problem I knew I was going to run into was Energy Explosion, because I have nine people next to each other. So at the beginning of each game, I look at the other team and I'd be like, alright, which one of you guys has Energy Explosion? And luckily, I didn't run into any at all. Um, the first game... Did you not play the Hawkeye team? No. Oh. Uh, the first game I played the guy, you played the second, Corey. Um, he had a pretty balanced team. He had Kurth. I and, liked his uh, team, actually. We, we had a close match, but I, I ended up winning on points. 
the second team, he had kind of a pin, the tent polish. Like, he had, like, four Fear Itself figures, and I beat him in, like, three turns. Like, wow. just kept picking them apart. Plus, he was taking Mystics and pushing, mm-hmm. and I just picked them apart. And then the last match was a, against a really good team. It was Superboy Prime. Oh the Deathstroke that you can't move past. Um, Hella from the Fear Itself, and Spidey 2099. And so my whole thing was he his Spider-Man's copying Mystics, and of course you got to worry about Superboy Prime Z one shot anybody oh, yeah. on the team. So I kept sending in people to tie up Superboy Prime, people with Mystics, mm-hmm. to tie them up, and he kept flurrying them and taking one tick after one tick. And of course I'm losing people, but it's worth it in my book. I parked night. We were playing on the Bioshock map. I put Nightshade up on the top of the stage. Yeah. And if you don't know what her special ability is, I've been wanting to play her forever too. She does a smoke cloud, and then at the end of the opponent's next turn, everybody who occupies a smoke uh, smoke cloud takes two damage. Not penetrating, but still, two damage. Yeah, it's a lot. So, my way, I never took a single Mystics from Spidey, because the thing, the reason his team was so good is because you don't want to attack, mystics. you don't want to attack Hellifer. Yeah, he was doing what I was doing, abusing Mystics, except I had nine Mystics, or seven Mystics. Um... The problem with Mystics and somebody cop- uh, Hella and somebody copying her Mystics is there's no point in. Usually you want to do what? Kill the Mystics first. Yeah. You don't want to do that to her because she heals very yeah. easily. Anytime somebody dies, she heals Over up. 50 points. And she's hard to hit anyways because she has Prob and Imperv, like handily for most of her dial. So I went after Spidey first and I killed him solely from Poison and from Nightshade's ability and from him taking Mystics. I never had to take Mystics from him one time. I killed off Superboy Prime finally. That mother freaker lived forever. And um, like I said, I kept making him take Mystics, and then Blue Beetle got a few shots on him. I uh, killed Nightstroke, or uh, Deathstroke pretty easily, and then time ran out whenever he had Hella, and I had like five guys left. Um, we didn't pull anything too exciting for prizes, yeah, the prizes though. The were really late. And we opened, we opened like 16 boosters, I think, and I don't think a single chase was pulled out of those 16. That's a bummer. Right? Uh, the best thing out of all of them was Black Adam Super Rare from Superman. Yep. I ended up taking Aquaman um, Superman Super Rare because I remember somebody wanted them yeah, in that Randy. group. No, well, there's two people that want them. So, anyways, that was a fun event, though. It's another example of what we were talking about last week, event builds that make people think you know, think uh, twice. Yeah, that's that's why I ran with uh, I ran with a lot of characters that had like one proper keyword, like the nowhere and stuff like that from Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. I think on my team altogether, there's probably like 25 keywords on all these guys. <laughs> I just it took me forever to build it, but and they're like I said, they were all wild cards. It's pretty legit. Plus, you have Rocket very, Racer once again. I stayed Rocket Racer. I was amazed that that it was doing as as well as it did. But like I said, Energy Explosion would have screwed me. Although they would have killed themselves from taking all that Mystics on Energy Explosion. Yeah, Think true. about it. They would have to take like five, six clicks just off Mystics. What? If you had gone up against that Hawkeye team, I'd imagine it would have been just been like snipe your main Mystics and then. I had two for that sole two. purpose. And I always kept Blue Beetle back at max range. Like, and oh, yeah. on each game, I was like, initially I didn't have Nightshade in there, and I was like, they're just gonna go after Blue Beetle. So I put Nightshade in there, and I kept Blue Beetle in the start area and just running shot from max range. So we like never had a problem. I would like to say we had talked about the Thule Society priest a few weeks ago, and I think I've decided how I can break them. Next time there's like a two thousand point event, I'm gonna get as many Thule Society priests as I can. 
Alright, a 50-point Scarlet Witch in the back, play the Realm of Death map, and flood it. And then just Mystics copy and make them tear their way through all of them to get to the Scarlet Witch. Unless they play a Spiral and they just pop up and slap her in the face. Oh, we'll get to that here in a <laughs> So, I guess that segues us into the news section. Um, everybody knows the most important news is that football starts back this week. Eh. And the Colts are playing. Woo! That's all we need to talk about. Colts. Um, Spiral is a figure that got spoiled that has the boards in an uproar. Uh, she really, can do some stuff. I couldn't tell by the 20 plus threads where everyone would <laughs> shut up about her. Initially when I saw the piece, everybody was like, God, this is broken. God, this is broken. I'm like, it's good, but it's not quite broken. Because she's expensive. Yeah. It's a double power action. And I was like, uh, I think in I don't think it's broken, but then the more I think about ways to, I thought about ways to abuse it and ways to stop it. That's pretty broken. I don't think it's going to affect the meta though. Yeah. I think people are getting freaked out and that it's stupid broken. I don't think it's going to affect the meta because she's too expensive. That, that's what I was going to say. In the three hundred point meta, she takes up too much of a team. Unless there ends up being a really good setup of Brotherhood pieces or something to run with her, I don't think we're going to be seeing too much of her in the three hundred meta. My problem with her is going to come down to when we play these larger, random, assorted games. When you play your weekly games. <laughs> when I put her on a zombie So team first for- let's talk about her ability before we talk ways to abuse it and to try to combat against it. Do we have to tell them how to abuse it? <laughs> she has an excellent sculpt. She looks awesome. Her dial... See, the thing is, she's worth her points just off her yeah, dial. Yeah, she is. She has pulse wave a lot. A lot of... She's hard to hit from range with 17 uh, energy shields. She has prob a lot. She has a special blades later in a di- later in her dial. She gets charge, flurry, blades. And she gets to re-roll her D6 on her blades once per turn. Just stupid. She has shape change and reflexes. So she is... And she has eight full clicks. She's definitely worth her points, I think, for 106 points. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the problem with her is her trait. It's a trait. Give Spiral a double power action. Remove all gateway markers from the map and place two gateway markers on the map. Place one in an adjacent square and the other may be placed in any square on the map. Friendly characters may treat squares with gateway markers as adjacent to each other for movement purposes. Now, there's several beefs with this this trait. Number one, it's one of those things that that we've been talking about that I've been saying I dislike it because it's a mechanic that takes tactics out of the game. It's just like Kid Flash, where he doesn't do anything except warp over and punch you and warp back. This is something that doesn't require you to position. It doesn't require you to pace with your action tokens on who's going to do what when. You just plop it down, and boom, you're ready to rock. Exactly, and that's one of the things that frustrates me about it is Part of the joy I actually co- that I derive from Hero Clicks is that slow encroachment on your opponent, the setup as you prepare, and then the first volley of attacks. This just turns the game into more Alpha Strike, which we all hate about Justice League and Ghost Rider teams already, and they're throwing more at us. Except she enables it, there's no keyword lock, there's nothing like that on it to restrict it. So this works with anyone. Um, yeah, like he said, another one of my beefs is that it doesn't require any keywords. For you to share with them, it's just period. So you can. There's going to be tons of possible combinations, even with pieces that we haven't even seen yet. You know that could come yeah. out in future sets. And the other thing is that they can't use the gateway. The yeah. other team can't that use it either to get me. to your spiral. 
It, it would have been... I feel like I would have had more fun with it, actually, even if I was using her, if they could come back through it. Because then you could set up traps with it. You could do all kinds of tactics. It makes sense. I mean, if you're opening a portal, shouldn't it work both ways? Yeah. 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 Uh, um, she's going on all my zombie teams. <laughs> Honestly, I'll probably play her and just not even use the trait. Like, she'll be fun, period. She's a good piece without, without even without having the, the trait. trait. Well, her keywords alone are amazing. So, people are up in arms about the trait because, like we said, it's super easy. It's basically think about the fact that if you have hypersonic characters, if you play her with a 150 point Superman, he can run through, punch somebody, run wow. right back to your starting area. Rinse and repeat. They can't do shit about it because they can't go through the thing. So you're covering the full map. I mean, it's just or dare say in ridiculous. very large point games, team bases can use that. Yeah, they could run through mm. with like hypersonic as a power action for the ones that have it later in their dial or whatever, or even just charge through as a power action, then move action back out. Yep. and it just makes it so much worse. I think, and the main thing people are pissed about is, like we said, it takes tactics out of the game. Even if this was, even if this power was horrible some like it wasn't that good still quit putting things in the game that remove tactics from the game that's my main beef didn't someone say they were reducing power creep <laughs> with Dean Titans it was I thought we I was the one who kept saying it looks like they're going to be reducing power creep cuz SOG well the eights on the attack yeah SOG and Teen Titans got the shaft especially Teen Titans even Batman to a point started like going downhill Yeah. then Titans and stuff was like the or was like the valley and then all of a sudden with Wolverine and the X-Men we're right back, if not higher, than Chaos War on some stuff. Basically, they shafted DC sets and yeah. <laughs> Marvel the good stuff. <laughs> Poor Simon with his seven attack on his last click. I didn't even know they made sevens in the attack slot anymore. They still do. So what do you guys think, Ricky and Drew, about the trait? I totally understand. I like the shaft. That's why the one thing I don't like about resources. I feel like... I feel like everybody on forums and stuff I see, they're like, well, this character's good, but they don't have endoms. Well, let's slap a, you know... 13-point belt on there. 10-point yeah. just to get in. Yeah, 10-point belt or Fendi uh, Gauntlet. And so I totally understand that. And I, I see this, and if I did use her, I would use it more like... I wouldn't go and, like, do an alpha strike with her. I, you know, even though that's tempting. I would, like, use her and have... I don't know. If, like, someone set up a good... Uh, like, she ruins my map like choice. Like, elevated. Like, <laughs> a lot of people like to use elevated and, like, kind of, you know, shoot down at you. Well, it'd be kind of cool to be able to yeah. pop in behind them. You know, that that kind of situational stuff I see would be very cool. They could have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But, but I think it is a little broken that you yeah. can use that, have a team base or a ghost rider or any, you know... Heck, but look at all that... Uh, fear itself pieces now that are just so beefy and stuff that you yeah. can just come through like I, Colossus Colossus could do it charge oh yeah, charge, charge again. through charge again I was going to say because I think what you were about to say is they could have at least put a range restriction yeah that's what it. I was going to say they could have made it have to be within so many squares and that would have been awesome it would have been fair it's a double power action you, it would have been let's say 10 squares even that's being liberal but still that's not yeah. broken you could portal up move, clear her next turn move her through the portal and then open another one to step across the map again there could be some fun tricks with that anyone with running shot side step is going to just have a field day with Spiral. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You, you running run, shot through the portal and then, and then side, you side step, step back out as your free act. Oh, man. So, we're going to talk about some ways to break this piece first. 
and then we'll talk about some ways, some possible ways. <laughs> Are there any <laughs> against it? Um, for one, she has Brotherhood. The new Magneto, that the uh, I can't remember if it's the Prime one or the regular one. We'll the look. Prime check. one's the white one that has the Fortress X and stuff like that. You got to think that these two are meant to be played together, um, because the Magneto's yeah. trait is if he occupies an opponent's starting area, give him a power action and choose a square on the map. For each character occupying that square or an adjacent square, roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled. On a result of four to six, deal that character three damage. Um, that's fine. The kind of funny. The problem is nobody's going to use it for that. I will use her for that. <laughs> I mean the average bear. I am more than the average bear. We know you are, buddy. He's a super bear. Um, So any kind of powers that that help with starting area stuff, um, it's also going to help capture teams. I was going to say capture teams are going to get back and forth. Um, Lockups now viable. We already mentioned hypersonic, (laughs) run in, run back out. You're never at risk at all. Unless you crit, miss, and lose hypersonic top click or something like that. that was already one of my beefs with hypersonic. And it got nerfed a bit, which helped. One of my problems with hypersonic is it leads to these, and I've run into this in sealed so much. Run in, punch, run behind a wall, and literally you can lose the whole game because you can never get up to them to stop them. Well, in sealed, it is a problem. In constructed, you should always have some kind of... You should always take that consideration. What am I going to do against hypersonic? Plus to see... I mean, you don't even have to have plasticity. Just as long as you have people who, uh, like one or two guys with moving attack, who can get yeah. to where they go. Um, this ability is going to be really dumb with running shot pulse wave, like Black Bolt. Yeah. Black Bolt's instantly, and look, what's... Pop actually, they would Prime. be 300 points. Pop Goblin Prime would be ridiculous with this. Uh, she's 110... That Black Bolt's, what, 140 or 60, something like that? Yeah. He's definitely below 200 and. He's definitely below 194, so oh you could fit them both, probably even a belt on. Actually, I think Black Bolt's 193. He's R194. I thought he was, I know he was like 184 or something like that. Either way, they're going to fit on a 300-point team together. Let's see how much that Black Bolt is. 193, so, yeah. That's it's 7 fit. points for a belt. Oh my no, because she's 209. Or 106, I mean. Yeah. So it'd be 299 total. Um, and he in his what double power action and it does. Oh, he doesn't have running shot though. And you can't running shot double. I was thinking anymore. he had running shot. That's my bad. Anyways, well, any you could pulse wave. yeah you could multi. You could get some. Cheap <laughs> There's tons of running shot pulse wave. Running yeah. shot batterings. That's a good one. I thought of. Yeah. Um, you could take a green lantern with running shot, carry your whole team through the portal because you only need to move two squares. Yeah. And then. Take your shot, drop all your guys down, and they're ready to freaking punch people in the face. Um, Can you TK? You could use no, no. Yeah, you can't TK through it. Um, You could use a heavy melee piece, like one of the fear itself beefy guys. Charge through, hit. They don't even have to have a way to get back through the portal. You could use bat signal and pull them back to your starting area as soon as it hits. I may or may not be thinking about abusing Kurth with this thing and just grabbing people running through the portal and through a bunch of blocking That's Nightcrawler. And then the obvious God, one... Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Nightcrawler with the capture team. Um, the obvious uh, one would be Ghost Rider and Heroes for Hire. Yeah. 
Anybody got any other really stupid ideas? Oh, zombies. I, yeah. That's not really 50 stupid. zombies through the portal. That's not, see, that's fun, though. I would not get, get mad that. at my opponent if they did that with a bunch you of zombies. You would when they all have shape change and you spend four hours rolling dice. Because the zombies aren't that great attackers anyways. The whole thing you is... take that back. The whole thing is having to take that much damage guaranteed. You know what I mean? It's I think, my eighth day and my 50th shape change roll. I, I think it would be interesting to see her, like... Put the ten point bell on her, so she'll be what one sixteen. Yeah, and then and then build a lot of support around her. Yeah, I was gonna say that. she's she'd be a fun like piece. some secondary attackers and yeah. stuff for her. If you threw like a will, something like a willpower on her and personally just used her with her portal, you could do some fun stuff with her. Should have given her X Men keyword. Somebody have a cheap flyer they can carry her through the portal. Yeah. I think we said. I think the piece will be played on meta teams with some other things, but I don't think it's going to affect the meta as much as everybody's outraged about. Yeah. Personally, just because of her cost. And I definitely don't think cost. she'll find a place on JL or Ghost Rider. The, see, here's the problem with her though. They did. She doesn't help against team bases. I mean, maybe minusculely. She heads. The up. problem right now is the Justice League team base. So not only have they created a really stupid figure but they're not even doing it as a rock paper scissors thing it doesn't it's just another problem it's, it's another, another meta thing that they have to fix i mean everybody is gonna be if you're the guy if you go to game preserve every week and five people are running spiral you're just gonna get sick of this game after a while here's here's the only hope that i'm really holding out on this there's still a few srs and stuff we haven't seen from the set i'm hoping there might be something that slows this down a little bit. Even something that specifically talks about gateway markers. Yeah. But it better be cheap. It better be leech. It, <laughs> leech. Seriously, I mean, that's now what it needs to be. Unspoken in leech with that. I don't mean it has to specifically be leech, but I mean it better be a really cheap way to nerf it. No, so that it can fit. So that you can play your team, you can play your Avengers team, and throw leech on there to stop something stupid. Like stop a team yeah. base or stop this. That's what they need. They need little pieces like that. That hinder. They don't need to add more freaking throw more wrenches in the problem. Yeah, I think uh, unspoken and leech are going to have some good use with her too. Well, the problem is leech isn't modern anymore though. Oh yeah. Um, so, thinking about ways to stop her, um, plasticity is the big one. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, if they charge through, they're still going to stop and get the swing. If you have four characters and one of them has plasticity, they can pop this portal down wherever the hell they want to. They could put it on the op. I mean, you can't have your guy be everywhere. Your whole team's not going to have plasticity. Yeah, there's e- they can easily get around it by putting the portal in a certain area. So plasticity helps, but it's not stopping it. We talked about burying the portal. It's on. Problem their is, turn. they it's- do it on their turn. They'll just wait until they're ready. Like Ghost Riders prep timed up. He just cleared. He's ready to go. Then they're going to pop the portal down. You're not going to know where it goes. If you can, you could try to barrier in your team. But the thing to think about it, you only get four barrier tokens. Four barrier tokens can only block one person in the middle completely in. So you're going to have to have two people with barrier. And then you could do... (laughs) You still can only fit... Like You might, (laughs) on certain maps, you can probably fit three people in... A two-person barrier. I guess that's a lot of points and power actions to spend on that, and it's just—it's just. And then you're gonna have to clear, and they're gonna hit you the next turn. On the double witch ghost rider team, like in if we're talking on three hundred point meta, and like she ends up on a meta team of her own, I could see it being fine because you you would barrier them in, and they'd have to hit one of the witches and take mystics, which would weaken them for ghost rider, of course. 
But then they'd run right back through the portal. And then what, you're going to just keep pushing your characters to barrier repeatedly? I don't know. I just think the biggest thing is that it doesn't go away at the end of your turn or anything. It's just there. You don't have to move it. And you can abuse it. But see, they don't even need it to go. It doesn't matter if it goes away. It doesn't matter that it's a double power action. It doesn't matter that they can keep replacing it. Once you get through that one time with your alpha strike, the game is over. Your chances of winning have went from 50-50 to 90-10. Yeah, it would even be better with that. Isn't that new magic she can carry, but she has to give, like, uh... She has to do one damage to them. See, it makes sense if that happens. Like, if you went through the portal, you have to take one unavoidable damage. It's still... her or the person who... It's still not helping, though. You're still... They're still getting to do their huge swing before anything negative happens. There is a list of about 50 things that are minor they could have done to this power to make it balanced, and they didn't even... None of them went through. Some things that will help, though... And they're few and far between, and they're really old and not modern. Kingdom Come TA and Hyper Time TA, which is essentially similar to Heimdall's trait, where they have to stop if they go within so many squares of each. Ultimate Clayface. Heimdall himself is one that helps, but if they pop the barrier and they're charging through, they're still. Let's see, let's read Heimdall real quick. Well, no, there's an orange answer on it. Um, If they. Because Heimdall's trait says if they come within three of him. The portal is technically placed within three of them, and the square they move into is considered... No, yeah, but it's unless they began their movement. They're not yeah. beginning within three of him. Yeah, that's the thing. So they're so going to have to stop. They come out but the if portal. they put the portal adjacent to him, then they're they just go through and hit him. Yeah, they just charge, and then they... Yeah, okay, I stop, but I'm right in your face, and I'm going to hit you. And Heimdall is 169 points. That's a big investment. That's a huge investment. You're paying more than your opponent's trick to try to beat a trick, and that he's just not worth it for this. Um, Mastermind could help a little bit. At least help your main attacker not get hit that bad. Um, Bystander tokens surrounding your team with cheap bystander tokens where they at least have to go through one of your... You know what I mean? Like, if you're playing a 150-point Superman and you pay 10 points each for a few bystander tokens that actually they still could get through the cracks. (laughs) You'd take a lot of bystander tokens (laughs) to stop this Sacrifice all the civilians. Um... Unspoken, unspoken would help, but he's a lot of points himself. There's so those are some ways to help against it, but really none of them are an answer at all. Mastermind, like they're going to go straight for your main attacker. What main attackers these days have mastermind? Not very many. Some jokers, but they don't dish out heavy damage. I mean, really. Yeah, I mean, protecting your main attacker, you need what perplex prob. It's gonna take. You'd have to have. I mean, you'd have to be like, okay, I'm gonna run into this person. Let me make a team. Like that's that's the problem I have with uh, Justice League team base and Ghost Rider. It's like now we're making teams to beat these teams, which I guess is always like a. I, I don't. A bad I just, thing, yeah, but. but that's the problem with not magic so much magic to a slight extent, but games that are dying out like Yu-Gi-Oh and some other games is because their power creep and magic is starting to do the same thing and clicks does not need to do the same thing or it will not live that long right people are people when you when people feel dissuaded and they feel bad after they leave like they feel like they had a horrible time they're not going to want to keep playing the game especially new players if you feel like you didn't have a chance to even try yeah exactly it ruins you um like what what I got in the clicks for is because I could be the Avengers. I could be, you know, now it's like, well, now I have to make this ragtag team to beat this 
you know, Justice League team base or whatever. That's, or I'm going to have a horrible time. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's I like, you played that uh, GCPD team that one time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this team's fun. It was just cool to watch. Like, you were like, Police free versus. Yeah. And it was like, it was fun to watch that because it's, I like when people are creative with their teams. And like when we, like you guys were talking last week about the, uh, um, doing different events and stuff to yeah. gain in, or to uh, promote interest and stuff in the game. I, I remember doing our favorite com, uh, comic book covers at CBU that one time mm-hmm. and I got to do Cap 600 and that was so fun because I you know, I had to think about it and like building that team, well not really, I just looked at a comic book cover and made a team but you know, <laughs> it's it's that kind of stuff that interests me in the game. Not yeah. trying to build these like... I uh, think it interests most killers. people. I mean, yeah. especially us and the guys we hang out with. Right. We are in it for comp. It's not that we there's anything wrong with the game but the main thing, the main draw is the characters yeah. and the books that we read and their interactions and our love for them. It's not the actual game. Yeah. The game is just a nice side effect of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, it's not we play a game that happens to be combat characters. It's we play with combat characters that happen to be a game. And that's the thing. Like, today when I played Lord of the Rings, even though I was building the team competitively for Gen Con, I built it because I built, like, this awesome, like, Sauron besiege team. Like, I picture that's how they would tear down a fortress and stuff. I was like, I want to build a team like this. And it's just, that's why we get into it. But I think what upsets me the most about this piece overall, just to sum it up and we can move on, I'm upset because it's a piece that could have been a really fun piece and became a broken piece instead. Um, Yeah, let's move on. Um, They announced this, I saw this last week, but I didn't bring it up, but now they made an official announcement. We'll make a quick comment on it. They are creating a Superman quick start kit. Essentially, it has a 2013 rulebook, no pack, um, but it does have one character of Superman and one character of Lex. They're each 100 points, and I'm looking at their dials, they're pretty balanced. They don't have any traits, they don't have any special powers, it just keeps it very simple. And it's basically, a player can buy it, and play with their friends, play their Superman against their friends Lex Luthor, and learn basically how the dice roll, how the powers work, which I think they should have put a PAC in this thing. I mean, I know the PAC is wordy and could maybe push new players away, but still, I think there should be a PAC in there if you want them to learn how to play the game. The uh, the pieces themselves, though, the powers on their cards say what they do, but they're not exactly the same rules. They simplified them. So, like, there's a few of them that are a little different than how they would... Uh, yeah, I didn't notice that, but there's. You're absolutely right because look at charge, move, move half speed, an and then make a close combat attack. You actually get a close combat action when you do. Yeah, charge. they don't mention actions. Um, they don't mention. I don't think they mention penetrating damage either on Pensai on Lex. Um, oh. I think they do. They um, ignores, ignores the, damage reducing okay, powers. Um, the other thing is these are purple ring figures. They're not legal in any set, or they're not legal in tournament settings because they. They wanted said players. the power ability wrong. Well, for not the main thing. They said the reason they did it was so uh, new players would be able to buy them, and old players wouldn't feel the need to collect. Them. I don't think it's a bad idea. Oh, I love I love the idea. I think they should do it more often. Um, another spoiler we got this week was Egghead, another figure from the Batman Classic TV. Um, he also has a death trap. His bonus is equal to the number of distinct keywords possessed by the opposing characters on the map. Oh, on the map. On the map, oh, uh, opposing dang. characters. Yeah, but still, that's that's potential. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, bonus to his death trap. We already talked about how death trap works. 
His special ability is when he resolves a move action, place a crack token on his card, give him nope. a free action. Make the sound effect, Hunter. I said crack. No, you said crack. <laughs> crack. crack. Give Egghead a free action and remove a crack <laughs> token to use prop control. Um, his damage ability gives him outwit and perplex, but when he does, he can't target characters who also have outwit or perplex. I like him. He's 55 points. He gives you all the the big three: the outwit, perpin, this prop. This man has crack tokens. That's all I gotta say. On crack. <laughs> his sculpt looks good. He's got like a little Hitler stash going. <laughs> crack tokens would be perfect. Crack snow tokens. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil's gonna bring Snowflame. Uh, crack tokens. Put him on an egghead dial, and he'll get some crack tokens. Oh lord. Um, and we already said the death trap ability. Kind of a cool idea. It's a little wordy for my uh, my. I think it could have been done better. But but not a bad idea overall. Yeah. Uh, do do do. One thing I wanted to note is Cerise. We did not talk about in our Wolverine the X Men episode, and I just happened to notice her. On HC Realms, and I wanted to talk about her because uh, she is a boss. She got posted on figures.com, opened up that brick, and they showed the gold team. She is the prime uncommon. She's the uncommon for Warbird. Wow. And you look at her dial, she has running shot, psychic blast, 17 with reflexes, and a 3 with enhancement, and basically keeps the same power set almost the whole time, but moves down. She has the police TA 5 range. And her trait at the beginning of your turn, choose one blades, empower, or energy shield. So basically, you could have energy shield and reflexes with a 17. She can use that until she chooses again. And you look at that, they're like, damn, that's a good figure. 60 points? This woman, Are you kidding me? There's so many figures that require the team, the police team ability or keyword, and they can do special effects. There's a few that do free actions and stuff. You could abuse the living crap out of this figure. Like, this is honestly my choice for best prime, like, possibly ever made so far. Ah, that's... Yeah. 60 points! Brother, she's better than Brother Voodoo. Okay, sorry, I forgot about Brother Voodoo. She's not better than Selena Kyle, either. Everybody sleeps on Selena Kyle? Selena Kyle's, Selena Kyle's a boss. She's never let me down. She, never, ever let me down. And every time I've had to play against her, I fucking hate her guts. Um... <laughs> my bottom bitch. Austin, you want to talk about Batman or Arkham Origins? Okay, so they announced... <laughs> applause, everybody. Another Batman set. Um, they announced a video game set for the Batman Arkham Origins game that's coming up. And it's going to be a gravity feed um, featuring 21 characters. 9 common, 7 uncommon, and 5 rares. Um, it, it's going to be an exciting set. I mean, of course it's more Batman, so everyone's like groaning on it, but... Arkham, Arkham's been a great series that I still haven't played, and you guys are going to make fun of me after I say that. Um, but the, <coughs> the character, <laughs> the character designs are great on it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing like a dead shot and a death stroke. Um, I'm sure we'll see a black hand. Um, we do need a do a new dead shot bad. It's going to be the typical. Like, there is no modern dead shot now. Oh, there isn't. Seventy five. Oh yeah, because the, yeah, yeah, and the dead shot design's awesome. You want to say something? I'm definitely going to buy the set. Because when I played this game, it took me back to when I was like a kid waking up on Saturday mornings watching that cartoon. Man, the... And, f- hearing, <laughs> and hearing his voice, you know, and now it's like, I am Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just... Like that game, both of the... This Arkham, one will be based on the third one. Okay. The Arkham uh, Asylum and City are just... 
Isn't I love him. Isn't Black Mask the villain in Arkham Origins? Yep. There's yeah. a lot. It's going to be like City where there's multiple. Um, Deadshot's going to be it's one. Be or Deathstroke is going to be basically one. Basically, a group of assassins that are sent to kill Batman by Black Hand. Yeah. Whenever so. you first play the beginning of. I, I still remember when I very first played Arkham Asylum and the very first opening scene where you're, you know, taking the yeah. Joker in and. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. It is the best. I was like having a Batman fan orgasm. I I was just like, oh. And Mark Hamill. Yeah. That's that's like all the voice work is perfect. It plays perfect. The best character in those games is the Riddler. If I do not get a Riddler in this set, I will cry. We haven't got a good Riddler in a while, have we? No, you got the two excellent ones back to back but that was it in what Arkham I mean, Asylum like in modern right now we not, don't have one not even since Arkham Asylum which we is a really, really old set we really need a modern we need a modern yeah we they could do a cool Riddler on that so. another yeah. thing that they revealed on Twitter with a kind of well first of all we already knew about the Mandarin rings period Yay! we knew they were going to exist that for anybody who doesn't know about I'm the so Mandarin rings <laughs> Is I'm that sorry, I'm so excited. The Mandarin rings will be kind of ran- Did they say what the distribution is going to be? They have still not said a distribution. We're probably not going to know until it's out. Okay, so in the Invincible Iron Man set, which is supposed to be no super boosters, just the the old school scheme of um, no, twelve or ten uh, yeah, ten I boosters to a vehicles. brick, there will be random <clears throat> Mandarin rings. Which will be placed in a booster, and I assume you get it be- instead of a figure. I don't know. I, they haven't really said that either. But there's the ten rings, and you'll be pulling them from Iron Man boosters. They right. haven't said exactly how you know the distri- distribution. If they're going to take up a slot as one of your characters, what they're even going to be for? People are speculating it's going to be some sort of resource style, but they could just be for. Well, design the, or in oh, the OP, relic in the OP kit, there is a 3D object supo- display. Display, okay, so yeah, I'm it, sure it, it has something to do with this. Somebody said on uh, the Greenwood page that it'd be cool if you like wore the rings and got a bonus. Everyone, everyone in the forums <laughs> keeps that, saying that, but that, these are obvious. These well, are production right. models, but I think that would be. I mean, that would be clever. Unless you're a guy with nine enemy. fingers. Then what are you going to do? You're going to be weaker than the other guy now? You can't play all ten Put rings? Put on your toe, man. Toe rings are in. <laughs> well, they were So if you want to see the picture of the rings, go to WizKids. I don't want putting his foot up on the table, Ricky. <laughs> go to Twitter WizKids Games. Um, they spoiled two more Star Trek ships. Is there anything special you guys want to talk um, about on these? The, I'll go ahead and go over them. Because they're, uh, they're pretty simple. Basically, the... Uh, the bio ships are a species that's very like straightforward, and they're very anti-Borg. But they they both have the same trait. Um, they can use shape change, and they can't be targeted with NCAP, and they can't be given assimilation tokens. Um, very the, nice. Yeah, the first one is uh, the first one has phasing teleport, running shot. He's a pretty straightforward ranged piece. Energy shield drops into RCE, and then uh, the second one the second one is more. Uh, I'd, I'd almost call it a tie-up piece in a way. Um, it's phasing teleport. You can give him a free action to choose a... Ta- oh, he's more of a support piece. You can uh, modify attack or damage of an adjacent ship by one for each... Ad- oh, no. It pulls energy from surrounding ships. So you give him a free action, you give him pl- you choose attack or damage, and he gets plus one for each adjacent ship. So uh, He has involved mastermind, too. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like a, a boss ship, so to say. So it charges from everybody and then fires a huge attack. He also has shape change and cannot be yeah. given assimilation tokens. So yeah. they're good 
counters to the Borg because that Borg team ability is very good. I would I would like to say though we did figure out this week um, through Alliance and Diamond the the price hike that was supposed to be happening to shift up to seven dollars per booster on the Star Trek has been we're pretty sure it's nullified now. There's been no statement from WizKids on it. But they're all reporting $5, so same price it was for the last two seasons. I had heard the same thing also. And a lot of, we don't, like we said, we don't play Star Trek clicks ourselves, but that price we, we know a couple people who play them. Yeah, you were thinking about getting into it, and then they announced that they were raising the price, and you were like, eh. And yeah, then the, the couple guys that we do know that play them were like pissed. They were mad. That they raised it, because it was already pretty expensive as it was. Yeah, five bucks a figure already. So, good new, good rumor going around to all the Star Trek fans that the price is supposedly supposedly supposed to go down. Since Disney bought... Uh, no, we're not getting Star Wars one. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I want it so bad. Shut up. <laughs> um, all right. Never coming back to this podcast. <laughs> that sums up the news for this week. Let's move into the main topic. What DC sets... Do we think? Do, what do we think they will put as a main set, okay. and what do we want to see as a main set? Well, Batman. Sure. <laughs> Obviously, the answer is cancel New Fifty Two comics. No, no. I'm enjoying every New Fifty Two that I well, like. I, I shouldn't say that because there's quite You're a few I'm not liking. The canceled ones? Yeah, like just it. the canceled ones. Oh, oh you want okay, a set then. with all the new figures? Dude, I would kill for some Blackhawks figures. They could do some fun ones from there. I I do think, going on the new 52 thing, they gave us a nice little Counter-top. limited set. Had awesome yeah. pieces in it. I've played them a million times. And the sculpts were amazing. It wouldn't be... We should just get a new 52 set. I, mean, I agree. There it's needs cool. to be more villains. There weren't that many villains in that set. Um... There's not a whole lot of recent DC villains, period. I want to see them take the... Um, is it the Throne of Atlantis a little mini-event between Aquaman yeah. and Jail? Yes. They could do... I think they could pull a good set out of there with some more uh, new Atlantean generics, a bunch of Atlantean characters like Black Manta and stuff. Mi- kind of make it an Aquaman Jail 52 I think set. that could be a valid... Uh, CTD or something. N- no, uh... What are they called? Event? Subsay, uh... Something. That gave me, that gave me a good idea for an event, actually. You, you, for those of you who read like the new Fifty Two Aquaman, like he's collecting like the artifacts and stuff. You, you could do a you could do a resource where you're collecting all the artifacts. But uh, I think me, Drew, and Hunter are on the same page here for both what we think the next event set and the next set needs to be, and that is a Flash set with a Shazam sub theme. Is there any disagreement here on that one? I agree, but I want Wonder Woman clicks, too. That's true. There's very... Actually, there's what? Just generic Amazons? Yeah. There's one Queen Hippolyta, and she's a LE that costs a bajillion dollars to get. Like, they need to do a couple more Amazons, Queen... That They need to do New 52 Wonder Woman, period. That's the best That's DC book, in my opinion. Well, that and Batman. I'd like that Ares. And they need to just do all of those pieces. Yeah, there isn't a good DC Ares, is there? DC Ares, yes, but he's he's not modern. The yeah. one with the huge sword. I played what about you, Ricky? What do you think? Well, I just recently watched the Flashpoint Paradox, but <laughs> now I I think that would be a. I know they did what that a little bit in uh, Superman. Superman. Super Ares. Yeah. A Flashpoint set. Yeah, I th- I think that would be all right, but also I think um, would maybe for the event would be like Tower of Babel. Uh, they could do Tower of Babel. It would be kind of tough because it would be like. And because 
Well, I've only I haven't read the book. What happened in the book? It's uh, Rachel Gould, right? Yes, he's the well, he's the one caused behind the scenes, yeah. Okay, and then in the the movie, it's I know it's called Doomsday the movie, but it's not Doomsday who's behind it. But I can't remember. I don't think I've seen the. Is it the is it the Secret Society as a whole that's doing it, or is it Vandal Savage? You can't remember. Yeah, it is a good event, and it is, back in the day, it was one of the big events. I think it would be cool to have, like, obviously you'd have the, you know, the usual suspects, but instead of, like, have the six-month prizes be, like, the people you have to beat. Like, you know how they're going through beating people the way Batman would beat them? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're talking to, is that Tower of Babel? Maybe I'm getting too um, confused. I might. I know the I, know I know the event you're talking about. The right. the thing is, Batman has a contingency plan for every member of the Justice League. Yeah. I think it's Vandal Savage. I think it's Vandal and the Secret Society. Okay. And they find out about it. They get in the Batcave. They get all his plans, and they act that out. Is this a plot line that happens frequently? Because I'm beginning to see this happening in a lot. No, this of was things. a huge one. You probably heard other people talk about it before. No, I mean and like people getting in the Batcave and stealing his contingency plan seems to happen. Every basically, week. he. They implement the plans on each of those members, and it works to a T. And they start to fight with each other because they're like, Batman, how could you do that? Like, why would you even have these in the first place? And he's like, you know, well, you never know when Superman's going to freaking turn crazy. And then, like, he has a suitcase of... Kryptonite and Right, but he gets one to Superman that's empty, and Superman opens it, and he's like, you're my... Yeah. You're the one who's going to take me out. It is That's one of it. the best yeah. DC books, period. But, yeah, I, that could be a cool event. I think the event, honestly, if if I was going to work at WizKids and I thought the one that could bring in the most people to everything, do a War of the Light, because Blackest Night and Brightest Day is already taken by two sets. No, Anyways. War of the Light sucks, though. It's War not of the Light's a, the general term for all of it, isn't it? Not, well, yeah, I guess. But just do Black. Brightest Day is not an actual event. Brightest Day is, is kind the of sum up. Of it's it. like status quo. Right? Yeah, it's it, like the new. Remember when Marvel did um, Heroic Age? Right after. It's yeah. like that. It's just a theme for okay. the books that come out I'm after just that. Saying for a name part of it. If they want to do an event like No Man's Land, it, it's it was an actual event, and the maps you played on were actual places that took place. The LEs were actual characters that were specific to the story. Yeah. Same with Fear itself. They yeah. would need to do just Blackest Night. But what I'm saying is, like, they could just call it that and run Blackest Night as the event, mostly. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. It would be, I mean, they could have, like, a War of Light set and then Blackest Night event. Well, I've like, seen. Blackest, or War of the Light would be the name of the event set and just call it that or whatever, but it would, it would mostly be Blackest Night. So you're wanting it, like, Fear Itself? Yeah. It's, okay. A limited it's a, set. A limited okay. set. Yeah, that's what I would like, too. I feel DC's kind of backing themselves in a corner here because they're running out of options. Marvel has a lot more... You know, well, Trinity War is just coming. I'm... Yeah, Trinity War would be a decent choice. You could align with the three different factions and do all that jazz yeah, or whatever. But plus, a lot of people, you know, that con of the um, Phantom Stranger, the oh, Trinity, Trinity Sin. That would, I mean, a lot of people. Some people might not be able to get that at Gen Con or you know the other convention. So it'd be kind of cool to have them. A different, but re- another printed, set of. Yeah. I think we'll see a Trinity War CTD within the next year or two. It's a it's a strong possibility, but I have a feeling the next event is probably going to be something involving Blackest Night. It needs to be. That's the obvious choice. It's the fun choice. There's it's the one that's going to get people lanterns. in. There's 
there's Blees. There's like you can sit and name off like five main characters of each Lantern Corps that has never been clicked. There's plenty of options there. You wouldn't be all Green Lanterns. And it would be like the gangs from No Man's Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could have factions. See, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and then like what I was saying is it would be cool to have a resource dial where like you have the rings on it and it's like the Book of the Skulls. You drop the rings to people on your thing and you could put like a power battery in the middle and it powers up rings of that color. But you could play any colors you want. So you could play like eight red rings and a red red power battery and just run a red lantern core kind of team. It'd be very thematic. It'd be very fun. I could see a lot of cool stuff out of it. But the one thing that people kind of pigeonhole themselves in when you when you hear like Blackest Night, they go, "Oh, it's a Green Lantern event." No, Blackest Night. There's it's six, every seven, character. Eight cores. Every DC character is yeah, involved in it in some huge. way. And there's so many different possibilities. And a, a Necron Colossal. Yeah, yeah. I, or a new Antimonitor. I would like a new Antimonitor. Oh, that'd be sweet. Long Parallax. Parallax. So my idea for. For the um, if they did a resource for it was similar to Austin's with the rings, but I would do it kind of like a um, kind of like a book of the skulls. There would be one of each ring, and they would all grant you a certain power, but you can only play one of each, like the book of the skulls. So you couldn't play all green rings. Aww. You had to play one of each maximum. You'd pay five points for each one, just like the hammers. But they would all just give one character a specific power. And I would have green giving willpower, red giving battle fury and super strength, yellow giving exploit weakness, black regen, white steel energy. If they want to do black and white at all, they could just do the basic yeah. colors. Um, indigo could be support because they are the healer, you know, the healing yeah. guys. Blue, I didn't know. I kind of wanted to give them support, but then I was like, and indigo, indigo's really that. I ended up giving them prop control. Well, like enhancement fits them because they power up green rings anyway. I, I mean, guess I know it doesn't yeah, but enhancement's not worth. Enhancement I, I don't know. power, maybe. I guess it could be enhancement and but if it's something like the else. Hammers, it could be like multiple things. You give them a modification to a stat and a power. What? Oh, how about enhance plus empower? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that'd be worth it. Um, orange. I was gonna give them. They get two perplexes. But they, they can can't. They can only target themselves, and they can't put them both on the same combat value to make it fair. So they can't do like plus two damage. Um, violet was. I was going to give them barrier, but five, five or six barriers, and that represents their crystal powers because they were kind of the hardest one for me to come up yeah. with the power for. But their crystals, I was like, we could do barrier, but to make it worth the points, make it six, you know, yeah. or indestructible or something like that, something like Terra or bunkers power. Um, and then at, every time that you have a ring on somebody after that turn you just turn once and you turn once for every character who has a ring and it very slowly builds up and all it does is give plus ones and it'll give it to everybody who has a ring but it's not like book of the skull where it's gonna you're gonna go through it real fast this is gonna take it's gonna take you like six seven turns before you can get the plus one yeah like four or five turns before you get the plus two so by the time it gets redonkulous the game's pretty much already over anyway so it's not really really super good i just i think honestly we that's probably the best bet like if i was if i was with kids and i was trying to bring people into the stores as i said it would be a green lantern based event like that um i i definitely think a flash set and a green lantern event are the two most likely because flash rogues where's our captain cole yeah this is this is right up drew's alley yeah man just bring bring on the flash bring them on you could do a whole set. Uh, well, everybody knows Green Lantern and Flash are like best buds kind of in DC if you read either one of those books. And they could just do a set with both of them in it. Yeah. 
I mean, either one of them can support their own set, but I don't think people want a whole lot of Green Lantern. That, like Phil said, people don't want a Green Lantern only set. Yeah. You need to do all the Lantern core if you're going to do a yeah, set. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the thing is it's like you, you can handle like an Avenger or a Justice League set because they're very varied. But with just Green Lantern and the Green Lantern core, you don't get too much real variance there. And we've already gotten a lot of them anyway. I mean, some of them are rotating out of modern. We've a ton of but house, you still have a very good how and a very good guy right now. And that's all you see, really need. I want to see the new Green Lantern. Like the, what's his name? Oh. He's on the JLA now. Yeah, I can't think of his John name. John Stewart? No. no. <laughs> not, well, you t- said he was on JLA, so... When he says new, he means really new. The newest one, the Indian, the Middle Eastern guy. What's his name? <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, everybody knows who we're talking about. Um, <laughs> anybody else have any ideas for um, events or for the main point, like the resource? I think a fall of the bat event where you collect like a utility and you event. can't uh, play Batman you can't play Batman <laughs> some people have been speculating like a forever evil event to tie in with DC's event that's about to start in comics would be kind of cool I got it but I don't every man's land <laughs> everyone everyone well, just see, shows up you were saying that DC doesn't have as many options as Marvel as far as events to do but would you ever have thought that they could do a good event for No Man's Land? Because I no, wouldn't have man. thought it, but it turned out really well. It like did. the maps, everything's from the comics. The characters well, I mean, are all major think, parts in the comics. Think of this too. I mean, like you gotta you gotta take into account. There's a lot of possibilities. You can turn a resource out of anything. You can make a Superman based event, and it doesn't and have even a have to be a resource. Solitude resource. Yeah, they don't even have to do. A resource. They could come up. Actually, I would rather not see a resource. I mean, <laughs> we have enough resources. It's a cool idea that we have enough options. Let's move on to some cooler things and don't make them better than resources they don't have to be that good just interesting as i said i would like to see more book of the school style ones where like they make you play a large team and you have to build around let's move away from alpha strikes a little bit at least um let's move into the just the tip just the tip (laughs) this week is going to be ordering your free actions um this is one of my favorite this is a simple i did this today it's a pretty simple one but it's one that people don't think about when team building um whenever i was thinking of my team build for the wednesday event i was thinking of an idea and it kind of led me to reminding people about this one simple way to take advantage of free actions at the beginning remember free actions that say they happen at the beginning of your turn like poison or some other special abilities that just means before you take any other power action or any other non-free action so you can still do Outwit and Perplex and anything else that says it's a free action before you do that, as long as you haven't taken a non-free action yet. So that and a very simple example of this is if you have somebody without wit and somebody with Poison, even though Poison says it happens at the beginning of your turn, Outwit is still a free action, Poison is still a free action. You can choose to use your Outwit before you choose the for the Poison to kick because in. Because beginning of the turn is anything before the first power action. Yes, that's what I just said. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I was gonna say uh, this is this is a really good tip because we're walking right into how much sidestep a ton. Yeah, and that's kind of part of why I wanted to talk about this. Um, we already talked about how good perplex or uh, poison and sidestep is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is if you have somebody like the guy we call free swing Thor, which is a AVM O twenty Thor, 
Um, where he, at the beginning of the turn, if he's adjacent to a character less than so much or whatever, you get God, you get a free swing on him. Use a perplex before you do that. You don't have to do that as soon as your turn begins. You can use some perplexes in there, or if you have some kind of free movement with one of your guys, you can move them in line to prob or whatever. Um, I just realized. Remember how we talked about using the gauntlet to pick powers? Remember how we had so much trouble with Aaron having gauntlet on that free swing Thor? He could pick sidestep now and then sidestep and smack someone else. No, well, yeah, as long as he starts adjacent to somebody, though. Yeah. Because I was read- when I was writing this up, I was reading his power, and he. I thought maybe he could start away from a character, and then you carry him in with the Iron Man drone who gets to move for free. Mm-hmm. You carry him in, and then does he get to do it? No, it says at the beginning of your turn that he has to be already adjacent I didn't to. even think about the Iron Man drones. You can escape poison that way. You could. Do yeah, anything. so my uh, a cool one I thought about is playing Iron Man drones and cheap Tony, or even if you just want to run Iron Man, and then running Poisoners, they get free moves. You can just free move your Poison guys in to wherever they're needed, and drop them down, and then activate Poison. Oh, man. There's a lot of different combinations that you can do like that. So as long as it says free action, you can, you know, choose what order works to your benefit. Honestly, Outwit Poison is a very common one, though. That's one thing people need to try to remember, like... I got so much damage out of that today in a few of my games where, like, oh, well, I've got toughness. Oh, well, I don't care. I've got a giant with a good outwit. Yeah. Uh, Let's move into the community section. We've got a lot to talk about, as we typically do. Um, The big announcement is that the month one dial contest is officially over. Uh, Week three is going to be graded right now by Drew. Hi. Uh, Whenever we did weeks uh, one and two, we had, what, three submissions on each of those, I think, guys? Three submissions each. Um, We already gave our our, um, scores for those. I think We Are Venom got the top score on both of those, didn't he? Uh, I believe so. Um, But the other ones were very close behind, so it's a a very close race right now. And we're going to... Drew is going to give... Now, what was your assignment again, Drew? Uh, either any of the new uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man, so Boomerang, Shocker, Speed Demon, Overdrive, Beetle, and any Flash Rogue. Anyone. And we got how many submissions? Three? Yeah, we did. And they were the same... Actually... No, they were very diverse. Savage Hulk did not submit one, so we got a new guy who uh, who gave Captain Cold this week. Which one did you um, give the top grade this week? Uh, the new guy uh, who did the Captain Cold. Uh, I felt it was very well balanced. His point cost was, I mean, 140 is good. I feel like Captain Cold's a big enough threat to be 140. Uh, he, His powers, it's a bit wordy, his trait. When Captain Cold has one or more action tokens and an opposing character moves into an adjacent square... Roll a d6. On result of 1, continue their action normally. On result of 2 to 6, their action it resolves immediately. But on a result of 4 to 6, give them an additional action token if applicable. That's And on a result of 6, after all actions resolve, deal them unavoidable damage equal to the number of action tokens on them. That's ridiculous. It's good. really good, but it's not broken. Yeah, it's, it's balanced. It's, it's not as big as Heimdall's effect, but it's actually better. Yeah. Because if they're charging, they're not going to get to attack afterwards. Because it, it says, their movement. I says feel like this is, stop the action, not the move. I feel like this is perfect because Captain Cold, 
like it slows down hypersonic, but it only slows down hypersonic that doesn't have range. Who's a hypersonic that doesn't have range? Maybe this flesh guy. Uh, flesh? Yeah, flesh. flesh. Ah. Uh, defense. It's pretty good. His defense. He can use energy shield, deflection, which is good, toughness, and barrier. See, now that's perfect. That's amazing. Definitely needs barrier, yeah. Definitely needs um, barrier. Uh, what, what about that second part there, Drewster? Well, if you let me finish, Austin, I might uh, throw that out there. What a dick. I know. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> you got your turn last week, Austin. Give the man let, in the spotlight. Let, I'm sorry. I'm let let me continue. talk for once. Jeez. It's okay, guys. When he has no action tokens, he can use barrier as a free action and place up to three terrain ter- tokens. So that's really good. Bar- free action barrier is always good. Like, I don't care who you are. ESD toughness is good. His, his damage ability is very good, and I think that if there were a flash set coming up and WizKids were looking for inspiration from a Captain Cold, they should maybe use something like this, where he can use Leadership Perplex and modifies his adjacent friendly character's defenses by plus one when attacked by a character with the speed value of 12 or more. That's so. very flavorful. Although yeah. I think it should be more like 10 or more, because some of the cheaper flashes and kid flashes are only yeah, like a 10, this, 9 yeah. or 10. Screw you, kid flash! His um, attack ability is also against, specific against speedsters. Is that the... He can use... Uh, when he hits an opposing character with an attack, yeah, instead of dealing damage or applying tokens, you modify the character's speed value by minus 2 for the remainder of the game and counter their speed power until your next turn. This may only apply once per character per game, which is pretty damn good, in my opinion. I liked this one the best, too. We we also got a Heat Wave, which was very good, and it's, uh, that was from We Are Venom, and that was based around the Rogue's Revenge. And then you got one Spidey Foe, right? Yeah, I got Boomerang, which I really liked. I liked it too, but I thought that trait was almost too good it's for ten, his points. Yeah, he's only 87, and he gets all these options that are pretty damn good. I, I'm waiting until we get a Hawkeye that's like that. Blades, Claws, Fangs at a range. Yeah, because Hawkeyes need to be better, Austin. I'm yeah, seriously. They do. I'm just saying it'd be cool to get a Hawkeye that could choose Trick Arrow. Going back to when we first started playing Hero Clicks, that's the first character that actually started getting me salty. It was that <laughs> Oh, definitely. That. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, wonder what guy in this room used to play that Hawkeye frequently. Especially when we didn't know how elevation worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just sitting back in yeah. that corner in that castle with the fast yeah. horses from Chaos War. Just sitting in the back corner, raining down arrows. I was what like, this can't mean? be right. This is too good. <laughs> what what do you mean? Too this good? bastard has stealth and ten range, three bolts and RC. Um, so what's your he's grades like, here, Drewster? I gave Swagnito an 8. I really liked your dial. All of Swagnito's dials were very good, Swagnito. They're all thank, thank you very much. Thank you. I, don't, I feel bad. I love, I love you, Swagnito. So you said the new guy gets the best score? He gets a 9. Zombie face? Yep, zombie face. Congratulations. Hope to nine. see you in future uh, dial designs if, if this one is any indication. You might be just a huge Captain Cold fan like me. I don't know. <laughs> and then we are Venom, who got nines on the first two weeks. What do you give his uh, Heat Wave? I'm giving eight. him an eight. I liked it. I mean, it it had a lot of flavor to it, and it was from a specific storyline. So if we are Venom gets an eight, that puts him at nine plus nine plus eight. So that 26. puts him at a twenty six, and puts Swagnito at an eight plus eight plus nine. So it's a twenty five. So we are Venom got well, one by one point, very close. 
And Savage Hulk, if he would have submitted one, would have been very close as well. Um, uh, thanks, period, for all the entries, but I will contact you, We Are Venom, through a PM on HC Realms, and we'll get you your custom tokens made. And uh, Venom icons on. I'll, yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> it's going to be Venom, but maybe it's something else. Um, and we will get that sorted out, and I'll get them shipped to you, made and shipped to you, hopefully before Gen Con I can get them done, because I... Speaking of which, we're not going to be recording next. You will not get a podcast on Sunday because we will be at Gen Con. Um, we may try to just do a quick one on Monday or Tuesday, just a quick and dirty recap. Nothing. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick and, and dirty. dirty. Just a quickie. Um, just a quickie. Not Is that even. What we're going to call the just the tip. Not even week? just the tip. We're just diving right into the main <laughs> stuff. No teasing. No warm up. Um, we may do that on like a, a Monday or a Tuesday. I'll Please probably get Tuesday. it up on Tuesday. Yeah, we're going to be wore out, but I don't want to do nothing. I yeah. want to try to stay as consistent as we can. I want to talk about how salty I am and everybody I played against at Gen Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm... then starting with that Sunday afterwards, we'll be back on our regular schedule. Um, so as far as dial design contest, before we get off of that topic, next week... We Like we said, there won't be a podcast. We won't be giving out any assignments next week. It'll be the week after that. We'll start month two. I'll start a completely new thread on HC Realms, and I will link that thread in the podcast description of when we give the and first assignment make out. make a Wonder Twins dial, right? I have an idea for my first assignment, but I'm not going to say <laughs> I don't want people to get a two-week head start on it, so I won't say anything. I want an Avenger. <laughs> it really limits uh, your options. Um, Kenzilla gave us yet another build. He's been giving us some pretty good ones. And honestly, I need to be writing all these down for possible events we could do. Especially <laughs> this one. I really liked this one. I really like this one, too. Uh, his build challenge is build a 400-point Silver Age team. And on your team, you get to choose a king. The king must be... I think it was under 100. I don't think it was yep. 100 and under. The king gets willpower, charge, exploit weakness, and super senses. I think it can't be outwitted, and I think it's permanent, like their whole dial. When you kill an opponent's king, you get double points. Um, what? Austin, you said you... Austin's oh, so excited, buddy. he thinks he has this absolutely stupid idea, so we'll let him go first. Okay. So, one of Hunter's favorite pieces ever... You want, you want to tell everyone what your favorite piece ever is? The one that you hate more than any other piece, really? Because it defies game rules? Because it defies game rules? Yes. Spyro? Kid Flash, Smoky Foot Cap. And there we go. And Justice League Team Base. Smoky Foot Cap. Now, this, on board. Su- this sucker's already hard to hit. Um, he's got a really good energy energy shield. He ignores blocking terrain on his swing and all that stuff. He's got right He ignores shield. everything. Oh, he ignores everything except walls and indoor blocking or something like that. So, I was like, you know, he's under 100 points. He'd be a great king choice. Super senses plus his energy shield already. You give him charge exploit if they get in close. Um, he doesn't have willpower. willpower. He doesn't have willpower, yeah. So I chose him as my king, and I thought I'd build a traditional uh, Avengers tent pole. I went with the 50-point Scarlet Witch, of course, and uh, Morgan Le Fay to buff the crap out of him. And then I went with 125, uh, we call him the Relic Buster Iron Man, the one with the trait that stops other relics and resources. 
And then a Book of the Skulls with four hammers, because, you know, we really need to give that guy toughness on top of energy shield and super senses. That sounds really dumb, team. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) If you lose to that team, you're a horrible player. I was Uh, going to say that. When I built that team, I was like, as soon as I picked him as my king, I could already already had like 15 ideas in my head, and as soon as I hammered that down, no pun intended... I was like, man, this is going to be a great team. Drew, what do you got, oh, buddy? I didn't really get to build one because I was so busy getting ready for Gen Con. This guy's such a... Um, we want to hear liar. your excuses. Uh, Ricky, what do you got? I built, like, two variations of an Avengers team. I actually talked to you about it, and you said you were using Smoky Foot, and then I thought of another cap that doesn't have willpower, and it's the Tab app. Um, and he gives adjacent friendlies that are lower point value than him, energy shield. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was going to use him and have that Falcon from Cap set pick him up, carry him around. He's going to be my king, though, the tab up Cap. Um, then I was going to use the Bucky Cap from uh, Fear okay. Itself, because yeah, uh, I haven't used him yet. And plus, if he dies, and I was going to try to like push him out front, because if he dies, then that Cap gets, I think, plus one to... Plus one to all. Plus one to all of us, yeah. And then uh, a 50-point Scarlet Witch, and then I had enough points left. It's 400, right? Yes. Okay, I had enough points for Weapon X from the Marvel 10th anniversary, Mm -hmm. and then a Book of Skulls with three hammers. Uh, That cap is really good, the one from the Blitzkrieg. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, so is the Scotty or Scotty. How, yeah. how do you guys say it? It's pronounced Scotty. Me and Aaron looked it up. I was gonna say I, I always say Scotty, but everybody else says Scotty. I thought it was Scotty for the longest time, and it is actually pronounced Scotty. Okay. It's just when it's written. I've it's actually wanted Scottie. to talk about that because it's so amazing how they put those, like the way the dials were designed. Scotty's so big, and Cap is just so small, and I think that just describes well the entirety fear of Beard yeah. so perfectly. Yeah, but she needs to be giant. She is. She's one big bitch, Hunter Smith. No, I mean <laughs> the symbol. The figure needs. to oh, be Oh, she needs to be giant. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of weird because it's the, one of those things. Pacific Rim clicks are colossals, but their Scotty is Scotty is bigger than her. But Scotty in fear in the fear itself books wasn't that like she was bigger. She was when she gets power. Yeah, because she has the suit. But thing. she wasn't like giant, giant. She was just like taller than a person. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, but then again, I guess Knowles and some of the others aren't. They the made cap, her sculpt a little the too cap big. Is really little. The yeah, that's <laughs> poor little <laughs> Bucky cap. <laughs> They're both sitting on my desk, though, and I was looking at that cap the other day, and I was trying to come up with some thoughts. But it's a good uh, representation of Bucky, as, well, especially think, during that storyline. Yeah, well. he's, it's even like, I would more to say, minus, of course, the on-death buff a cap, he's a good representation of Cap overall. Like the powers <laughs> yeah, and, and it works well with all the other Avengers movies pieces that are all the death of Cap, you know, yeah. buffs. Yeah. It's, there's going to be some dumb combos there. I went with an old favorite, um, Hammer of Thor Venom, as my king, because he can benefit a lot from all of the things that the king gets. He doesn't have willpower, he doesn't have charge or exploit, he doesn't really have any way of attacking hardly at all, he he does get flurry late dial. So he can benefit from willpower, um, charge and exploit weakness, and full dial super senses. If you don't, if you never played against this Venom, the key thing about him, (laughs) the key thing about him is he's hard to kill. He has plastic. The first four clicks are plasticity, blades, super senses, and shape change, and the last four are flurry, steel, energy, reflexes, and battle fury. The bastard won't die. So he's yeah, I, I he's one of my favorite, if not my favorite tie-up piece. And giving him super senses full dial, 
plus the um, see he has plasticity. He's going to be breaking away. He has willpower. Basically, whichever one of your guys looks like they're paced up to attack, I'm just going to break away and go bother them for a while. Break away, charge. Break away, charge, charge exploit. exploit. <laughs> So I thought that was a good piece to put him on, and then not only is he dumb enough like that, but I also was going to use Arwen with him just to strict. <laughs> no, stop, not even to please. use. Not Hunter, even. Shut up. We're going on with the podcast. No. I don't even want to hear the rest of this game. team. I'm going to give him the 18 defense from her defend and oh, to sorry, carry him I around. I know you're building a ridiculous like. And then the rest of my team is just some Wolverine and the X Men pieces that I'm excited to try. The number one Wolverine from the set who has um, charge and blades with 12 attack. And the Jubilee, the ma- the regular one that plays off of him. The trait where she gets, uh, they each get plus one attack. So that Wolverine's going to be a 13 uh, attack value. And she has perplex also. Did you also put a book of the skulls on it? No, I put a belt on Venom and Thunderbolts on Venom to give him Mystics. So well, you're hitting them and then he steals oh, energy back of up. Course. Course. And took into buff his combat values. I would have put Gauntlet on him and just kept running in So, <laughs> with the defend, plus the um, reflexes, plus the pluses from the belt, he's going to be a 21 at like all times with nice. super senses and shape change. Yeah, and mystics. Know. That's how I imagine. I like that dial because I that's if I was fighting Venom. Yeah, I imagine he'd just be like, like, like it'd be like it'd be. It's Mark Dragon as it's Scorpion, Matt Gargan. That sorry got it backwards. I didn't make a team, but I can tell you who my king would be, and I guarantee you guys can guess this. Leech. No. (laughs) Guess. I want you to guess. Does this? Okay. No. Damn. That would be a good one. Fifteen point. Well, he's got a little power. Thug. My God, Hunter, are you just psychic or something? (laughs) (laughs) No, Sabretooth. Oh God. Hurry, Hunter! Come on with the podcast. Uh, the other, the other piece on my team was Longshot. I'm really looking forward to playing him too. Oh, you would be. He's a boss, man. I know he is. Because he's Hunter really can't good. ever roll and crits because he has no luck. Yeah, that's true. That's the only way I'm ever going to roll a crit. Hey, I don't want to hear shit. I rolled three crit misses. In yeah, a row. Drew had a bad day today. It rolling. was not good. It's okay, Pat Drew on the back there. Um, also, because I've been reading X Factor and he's one of the main. <laughs> that book's so good. Very, yeah, very it. underrated. Um, let's move on to our questions. We have one from Cosmic Pancakes. He uh, is the most awesome username ever. He's one of the main contributors on uh, Reddit clicks oh, yeah. or clicks Reddit Thick subreddit. Click. He wants to know what our feelings are on Wolverine and the X Men as a whole, and are we excited about the Invincible Iron Man set? Of course, Austin's excited. We're not even gonna talk to him <laughs> over there. Um, we are all very excited about Wolverine and the X Men. I think it's safe to say. It's I think this is going to be the biggest set, selling set that they've had for a, probably ever. Yeah, I, I was going to say there's a lot of people I've seen that are complaining because it's a Wolverine set and it doesn't have like a ton of Wolverines in it. They were why is that a bad thing? I don't. Yeah, they, no. People were kind of wanting like a, an Incredible Hulk style where like all the SRs are various Wolverines, which would be cool, kind of. But I think at this point, to be blunt, we're all kind of tired of Wolverine even before the set rolled I'm not tired of them, but they have enough variations of yeah. it. You have X Force Wolverine, you have Horseman Wolverine, you have Fantastic Four Wolverine, you have Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan coming out. You have enough variations. I like the set though because there's a lot of characters I've never seen in clicks. You have ton, we- Weapon X Wolverine that yeah. Ricky was just talking about. There's a ton of characters that have never been clicked. There's some really fun and weird powers, kind of like how Teen Titans had. Where, like, there's a lot of unique things you could build around, some fun stuff. Like, even that long shot, he's simple, but he's fun. 
the team bases, even though I don't like the mechanics of team bases, um, the cool. sculpts look awesome. They None of them look stupid good, although we haven't seen all of them yet. I can't wait for the Hellfire Club. Um, I want to play this year. I'm pretty excited for this set, and if Gen Con was the next week, I'd probably buy like two cases. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just two. Yeah, it, one case. <laughs> one, <laughs> just, just a case and a half. I think it'll. I think maybe, it'll be the biggest set, <laughs> biggest selling set. Uh, definitely, Invincible I'm, Iron Man. I'm. I'm kind I'm ex- of excited. Yeah, I'm excited for. It. I just want to see how my they, pants are off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what they do with it. Like I, I don't honestly. I don't like. I like the uh, Iron Man three, but I know you really I'm like. Gonna, I know you really your like. Next words I know you like different game. variations of the armor, but I don't. Want, I don't want a ton of. Just Iron Man, you know. Like I want, uh, like some good villains we haven't had, like uh, Absorbing Man, which I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna guess we're gonna get Uh, a Mandarin that's actually the real Mandarin and not the movie Mandarin would be cool too. But like, okay, I don't want a ton of Iron Mans in the set. Like, I love his rogues, and they really haven't been clicked much since like Armor Wars. But I do. My one big hope is that they go eight chases like Spidey did, and they do a bunch of different armor sets. I really hope they don't. But what else are they going to do for the chases? I don't know, but I'm just... I, I just want, like, I, I want a new Hulkbuster and I want a new Thorbuster, because Thorbuster's old, it costs, like, 110 bucks in some places, and then, like, Hulkbuster is... It's aged. I would like to see some cool ones, maybe a really awesome, like... I don't want to say a morph mechanic, but something like that would if be they did, If they did that, I'd rather them be, like, super rares or something. Like, do a couple variations in a super rare spot and and then have chases something else. But that's why I'd like to see, like, eight chases. Because you do four like that, and then you do four of, like, other Tony Starks or something. And we're just getting another Spider-Man. I think they're probably going to settle on six. Well, for some reason, didn't Spider-Man not sell as well as... I thought it would. As I far it was... as I know, it sold really well. Okay. Yeah. It, well. At least at our venues, it has. Right. I've bought so much Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I bought way too I guess, much. Yeah, I guess I just I saw some people on the forums talking about how it was like disappointing. Maybe well, the set was disappointing. They wanted a web of Spider-Man too, and instead it was more like Spider-Man and his mystical buddies because not I really like it. which I liked. I yeah, mean, I we did got too. a really good mood. You night still got like, you still got a Scarlet. You still got a Spider Girl. You still got Madam Web, which everybody had been wanting for a long time. Got Flash it. Thompson Venom is the only thing. Yeah, I Man Thing and Howard the Duck. <laughs> I, want, I want a Madam Web that's uh, her when she's like, who, who's the new Madam Web or whatever that's like. Actually, up and walking around the trench coat. I honestly don't know. Oh man, I want her. She'd be pretty sweet if they did her. Right. Once again, on the topic of trench coats. Yeah, I think we're going to come back to that topic. Saber tooth in a trench coat, prime for Wolverine and the X Men. Somehow, give it to me. All right, so we've been talking um, about a new. S- I've been talking on Twitter and on Reddit um, about a new theme that we're going to do every week, and it's a community question. And it's a question that I give, not really a poll. They won't They won't all be like poll answers. This one kind of a little bit is. This week the question was, what is your number one already confirmed, like not number one wish that they would make in the Wolverine X-Men set, but number one figure that you already know is going to be in it that you want the most? I'll give you three guesses. I'm not talking to you guys. This was for the community, Austin. Oh, screw You're not guys. the community. No, I'm, <laughs> go ahead. You can say yours. Gambit. Gam- yeah. I mean, that Gambit is... Perfect. I already knew you were going to say Gambit, so I wasn't going to ask you. Drew? You know what I want. Sabertooth? Sabertooth? 
Silver Samurai. I went oh, over this before. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Ricky, what did you... What did you uh, no. Oh, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. My bad. Yeah. I was going to say he's not in it. We forgot. We found him. Yeah. What I wanted think? to have it with Avengers keyword, but I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I was very surprised whenever he didn't have it. Um, <laughs> oh, no. There's fewer Avengers. Than well, well, I wanted to run the... Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. Uh, I, I fully that. understand. Yeah. Mine would probably be Phantom X, but as far as what I'm most excited to play, I don't know. I guess it is the Phantom X. Team boost. I guess it is. <laughs> I guess it is Phantom X, but really, I'm just happy that there's going to be all these pieces that I see that are really efficient, and I know that I'll be playing a lot, yeah, like Longshot and Beast and Cyclops. That common Cyclops, I'll probably play a lot. Now, like, those say, kind of pieces, I'm more excited for because I, I know I'll play it. This set has going for it compared to like Spider Man. While I love Spider-Man and every figure they put in there, a lot of it is mystical stuff. And, like, I don't play too many, like, super mystical teams. But, like, this set, there's a lot of stuff all over the board that I could see myself throwing in this team or that team or this team. There's some new archetypes of teams and keywords that I've never played with that I'm going to be excited to try. Like Mojoverse. (laughs) Mojoverse. As far as the responses we got from the community, I got around 25-ish um, answers. I appreciate everybody participating, and we'll give uh, new ones every week. I'm probably going to put them up on Wednesday on Twitter and on uh, Reddit and Facebook. The number one answer that I got was Nightcrawler, in both variations. The uh, I think that regular. Was, yeah, that was kind of a given. I'm excited for um, A lot of people also said Magneto Prime, yeah, including Phil. Um, Gambit was another big one. Woo! And the Chase Cyclops. Oh man, People I, are excited I about am them. so psyched for those chases. Uh, we also got Phantom X, Jubilee Prime, and the Colossus Kitty duo, which is really cool too. Yep. For a marquee especially. Yeah. Um, what slot is the um, Magneto Professor X? Is that super? It's a super. I'm excited for that piece. I Yeah, I don't I think it's back. officially spoiled. Well, the, if you it's notice, officially spoiled, the last Wolverine the X-Men spoiled, at the end they they hinted that it's gonna, that's going to be the next one they spoil. That's uh, I think probably my... Havoc in that piece. I want that. Yeah, someone confirmed, I think, in the forums that uh, it's in the SR slot. We, so, I've been talking, or kind of going back and forth, messing with the guys that pushed the regent, because um, (laughs) we were already talking to them on Twitter, and then um, they had mentioned that they liked the podcast, and I would mentioned that I listened to theirs, which theirs is bi-weekly, so every every couple weeks. What lazy bum. And then after I did... (laughs) After we did the community question, like, the same night, uh, Push the Region was like, well, I'm totally going to steal this from Dial H for Hero Clicks and ask, what's your this week's community question? What's your favorite figure out of you want out of um, Iron Man? I like that question much better. And shut up. <laughs> and uh, so we were going back and forth, <laughs> forth just messing with him. And then uh, Austin gave us the bright idea that we should call their voicemail <laughs> oh, Jesus on Christ. their podcast and we should mess with them. So we're going to call them live. This probably won't work out. They probably got the wrong number or something. And uh, we're just going to just totally F with them just for fun. Can I ask it? We'll see if Hello. so. Hello. Please state your name after the tone. And Google Voice will try to reach. Voice to reach out. Hi. Dial H. Um, if a clicks player tosses his dice at two point, oh, never mind. <laughs> Here, I'll give the intro and then you ask a question. In before we get some guy's house or something. <laughs> like he is dead. 
I was in the middle of beating my wife, but now I gotta get. The fuck, it's pushed to read. <laughs> it's some kind of prank. Hi, everyone. Thanks for calling the Push to Regen voicemail. Go ahead and tell us about any uh, tournaments you guys have been playing in lately or any news or questions you might have for the show. Thanks for calling. Bye. Hey guys, this is uh, Hunter and the Dial H crew. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hello. We wanted Hello. to call and ask you a very serious question. We're prepping for Gen Con, and we are trying to get all our ducks in a row so we can win, and we figured who best to ask than the guys over at Push the Region. So Austin, he has a very overbearing question. Okay. So if a clicks player tw- tosses his dice at 2.8 meters per second towards the table with a tilt of 40 degrees on one and 84 on the other... With the center mass starting with sixes up on both, what's the likelihood to be able to hit an eight or higher on a Justice League team base with a centroid on click four when the Justice League team base is on click nine? This is very important to Austin's meta. Just want to throw that out there that if he wins that old man Logan that he wants so bad, it will be all thanks to you. And if he loses and he doesn't get it, his tears will be on your hands. His blood will be on your hands. He's got a poster on his wall. Hit us up, guys. Later. All right, I think that went our, went pretty well. Considering how <laughs> badly I flopped. I thought we were going to get some dude's Craigslist ad. Yeah, yeah, you reply to my sex. <laughs> Single white female, that's me. Uh, so anyway, that was probably horrible radio. Um, let's move in. One guy, Appears Theory, brought up a good topic. This name's looking familiar to yeah. me. Appears, Appears Theory is a is a friend of ours, Harry, that plays at uh, a few of our venues, no, and he gives us a few weeks he gives us good questions and uh, things to mention on the podcast. He gave us another one with Gen Con coming up. He wants to know what Gen Con etiquette should other players uh, follow whenever they go. Shower. Number one on all of our minds. <laughs> Seriously, take a shower, guys. Wear deodorant. That's about it. You don't even have to put on any cologne. You don't have to smell good. Just don't stink. All hotels have a shower. You have no excuse. I don't care if you're from, like, Taiwan or something coming in. I love Heroclix. We love Taiwan, guys. Don't uh, take what? a drisk. <laughs> when did I say I hate Taiwan? Get, I don't know, but I don't want anybody to Taiwan take it. Taiwan has but... a very huge Heroclix seed. I thought that was fighting game scene. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, anyways. (laughs) Number one, take a shower, wear deodorant. It's not that hard. Even just wear deodorant. Whatever. It's we've we've all played at venues and or not not clicks. All our clicks guys are really well I mean, I've never had a that big a problem. Maybe once maybe once or twice at Blue Moon. But with other games. Other gaming magic and some other ones. Okay. Jeez, man. The nerd funk's one of the worst things you'll ever smell in your life. Few things ruin an experience as much as sitting across the table from a guy who literally makes you sick to your stomach while you're trying to play the Pre-releases game. Pre-releases are horrible. I don't want to go to them anymore and, for that reason alone. And even for like normal people, like you're there for hours on end playing. It's it's you're hot. Get in sweaty. Those you're gonna get hot. It just pack and do. You pack do. Like you take a backpack, throw your do in there. Take that's one thing. Um, the bathroom. Pack a definitely take a backpack. Some things to throw in there, I'd say deodorant or phone charger. A phone charger. Uh, most of the the rooms have jacks on the on the outlets on the walls. If you need to charge your phone up, bring definitely a bottle of water. Bring some snacks like protein bars or meal replacement bars and shakes and. That's pretty much all I'm going to be consuming for more straight days. Because I mean, like you'd hate to be in the middle of a tournament, and literally be like stomach hurting, hungry. 
You yeah. just grab a bar out of your bag, buy you the time. They have stuff. food there, but it's a little pricey. We were talking about it on the way here. It's not quite as expensive as like King's Eye, like amusement park food, but it is like a buck fifty, two bucks overpriced, and uh, it's all greasy. Yeah, it's if not you're healthy, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot dogs. It's pizza. It's I mean, it's beautiful. worth getting, but it, it's a little expensive. So if you want to not have to buy that very often, bring some meal replacement stuff or some kind of snack, some chips. Trail mix. In a trail mix, things like that. Um, I think it goes without saying on the etiquette too. Just don't don't go in there to be a douche. That's that was my next one. <laughs> yeah, I mean well, that really boils. Down. I wasn't gonna put it that way, but I was just gonna say, <laughs> shake hands with the opponent before you play. Say, hey, my name's Ricky. Be a What's your name? Loser. Blah 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 blah. Also, also Ricky. Be polite. <laughs> be Everyone's gonna be. <laughs> All of you are gonna say, "Hey, my name's Ricky." And have Ricky do this I dick. really, hey, I really nope. we'll all win when they announce the the results. We'll all walk up on stage. Like, well, we're gonna break this in fourth place. <laughs> this old man Logan's gonna get torn in from the. Um, but just shake it. hands, be polite. If you have a question, ask the judge and. Something came up at one of the venues here recently. Just because somebody asks the judge doesn't mean it's anything negative against you just because they asked the judge just to reiterate something. Right. It's just one of those things that you want to double-check, especially at Gen Con, whenever there's a big prize on the line. You want to make sure that you're playing by the rules and that you're not getting the shaft, and even that you're not shafting the other guy accidentally. Especially in these side tournaments that have weird builds, weird rules, stuff like right. that. Right. There's a lot of questions I have even before we even start considering yeah. like is do we get a theme for this yeah, does this you count shot, for like, that tons of emails that way i shot a few like just make sure if you have questions never be afraid to ask because that could save you a lot of hassle in the long run and then when you're done win lose draw shake hands and be kind um to each other guys this is a flip the table over on them and it's a friendly game remains. um it is not a game <laughs> speaking uh, again of gen con what are your predictions for what's going to win Worlds? Oh, God. Me. Um, <laughs> You're not even participating. I've got this secret new meta. It's a zombie <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> it involves three Damon Hellstroms and a belt. All right, well, let's go with obvious. Who thinks a Just League team base will take first place? I don't know if it'll take first. I think there's a lot of tech going out against it right now. Yeah. The nerf to animal teams with the rotation between Origins and now, I don't think we're going to see any animals up there, really, unless something new shows up. Which is unfortunate. I think a Ghost Rider is going to take first. Probably. I think that's pretty much a given at this point. I don't know. Here's my whole thing. People, I, I want to say that a Mystical team or some kind of Ghost rider Batmite combo is going to take it. The thing is... And people bring up the fact that Origins top ten. Oh, there was only like half of them were Justice League team bases. Number one, tried to say that. Number one, the guy that won lost to a Justice League team base in that same tournament, but he still ended up with the best overall records on point. But he also beat the same player in the final. Yeah. These teams, while they're good, still do not win consistently against Justice League team base. Also, a lot of top players. Like George Masu, who played the animal team and did really well. They don't want to play the Justice League team base because they don't like the mechanic. It's a stupid mechanic that's not, not fun to them. And do you want to be the guy who wins Worlds with Justice League team base? Or do you want to be the guy who wins it with the animal team that team. nobody saw it coming? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like if I won Worlds with it, 
somehow my victory is tainted. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of like being the Miami magic. Heat and winning the championship. It's like, oh, we won the championship. It's like, well, it would have been well, freaking have. disappointment if you didn't. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, there goes all I, of our Miami fans. <laughs> <on the podcast. laughs> Nothing I'm, against the Heat, but, I mean, that's that's the kind of mentality I see towards no, it. No, everything against the Heat. Now, <laughs> I'm really hoping that, like, an underdog, something like you are saying, an animal team or something that we maybe not seen yet, like, that's what I'm hoping for, something to come out and – I know that probably won't happen, but that's, know, that's, that's if you're listening and you're playing a team that is going to beat Justice League or Ghost Rider or something like that, and nobody really knows about it, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, yeah seriously. Well, like absolutely. Team to pull it. But I think that's one reason why we didn't see all uh, everybody in the Justice, everybody in Origins uh, ju- getting Justice League. Because think about it, you give a player like George Masu or Alex of Avila the Justice League team base, and they master who to pop off when and what to do with them, it cannot be beat. It won't be beat. And we've seen, I've been talking with people on playtesting against the Justice League team base for months now, and we all agree, when a really good player is using it, none of these techniques with Gus Rider or anything we're coming up with, there's always a way, there's too many options. If you pop off the right person at the right time and do the right things, it will always win unless they just have horrible roles. It's the thing is, is a really good player going to play it? If they do, they will not. I really don't see them losing. And the other thing is, at Origins, those new ATAs had just come out like a few weeks earlier. Like people had looked at those ATAs and gone, "Oh, Heroes Fire." Nobody can... saw it coming or what to do against it. Yeah, and so like all these Ghost Riders came out of nowhere because everyone thought they came up with this cool idea, and that's part of the reason we saw so many Ghost Riders. I think now that people are learning how to play the Justice League team bases. They're learning how to abuse their mechanics, and the fact that there's a really restrictive map menu actually this yeah, time. I think it's going to be a little way too restrictive in my. Opinion. I think it's really and there's short. not any that really help. Like they could have left like um, Galactic Guardians maps in Realm of Death. Yeah, Realm of Death or um, the Shadowland Fortress that nerfs the range. Yeah. Like there should be a couple options in there. Anyways, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Ghost Rider and Batmite and maybe like a belt and a GCPD cycle with Barry or something like that might take it because people aren't really ready for Batmite that much either right now. And he is good against the team base. Problem is the team base can smoke him. They can kill him in one hit. But the problem is do you get to do what you want to do with him before it happens? So we'll see. Um, People also have been saying they hope they see us at Gen Con. We'll all four, all four of us here will be there um, all four days, open to close. We're gonna be tired as hell. Um, but yeah, if you recognize our voice or something, come up, say hi. I'm the tall, buff, handsome, probably the most handsome guy in the room. I'm gonna stab you. I've got a ponytail. I guess I not very many people are tall with ponytails. I'm the tall guy with ponytail. If you see me, come talk to us, all of us. And I was going to say, actually, I'm really happy because Wednesday, like, someone was like, are you Austin from the podcast? I was like, yeah! Yeah, Austin is a big shot now. I don't know if everybody's aware of this. Woo! Because uh, his voice got recognized at a local venue. I guess because I talk so much. But. So now he's a big <laughs> shot. I'll be dressed as Joel from The Last of Us on Thursday, and then the other day I'm just going to be dressed as Ricky. So <laughs> That Ricky costume was a good one, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know how like to Jim describe Fritz. myself. You're Andrew. Disappointing? <laughs> Look for the most disappointing guy there. The guy who's crying in the corner. <laughs> who's saying he never wants to play Hero Clicks again after if, going up against Austin's words, <laughs> If you hear the words, I'm going to curse. This game is so fucking stupid, I'm out. <laughs> That's probably me. No, if you hear somebody say that, 
on turn two. It's, <laughs> it's Drew. If Drew uh, says I over. forfeit, no, I'm kidding. We know you're against the right Drew. He's like, no, I forfeit. No, I'm kidding. No, it's over. No, I'm just kidding. Here, I'll it's play clear. <laughs> And then I somehow end up winning anyway. I don't know. Um, let's move on to comics. That's enough community for today. Um, the big ones we want to talk about today are Spider-Man, um, Superior Spider-Man, and also the offshoots. A um, couple new issues came out this week. A new Spider-Man, a new Foes of Spider-Man, a new Carnage. It's Spidey Month, of course. Yeah, it's Spidey Month, so they're they're pushing out um, issues a little faster. God, I can deal with a weekly Superior Spider-Man for the rest of my life. I'm loving Super... What do you think about it, Ricky? Are you liking Superior Spider-Man? I really like it. I, I, I think every... Well, I follow Dan Slott on... Uh, Twitter and he was getting like hate mail and death threats. There's so many people, and, and it's it's a comic. Like when Cap died, I was upset, but he's gonna come back. And they, you know, but you didn't threaten the mailbox. No, no. <laughs> it, it, but um, besides that, I like where he's going with it. I like Doc Ock being yeah Spider Man. I like how he's thinking because even if he, it's weird because I uh, Peter's kind of got that like Capness to him. I know I refer to Cap a lot, but where he like inspires others, you know what he's I mean? He's a buzzkill. And <laughs> yeah, and he's like, eat your uh, breakfast. No, but he like don't do drugs. I like that Doc Ock is like always questioning, how does Peter do this, or how did Peter do this? Because like Doc Ock thinks he's such a what he is, he's yeah, genius, man. and he's got all these new tools and stuff. And but he's like this. Like, he's always like, this bumbling idiot was just swinging around and got lucky. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's what I like about it, because he's, like, starting to, like... Realize Peter's not such a bumbling idiot. Yeah. He's starting to be, like, amazed uh, at the Spider-Man. He's now, like, I've got a question that. for the listeners that have been reading Superior Spider-Man. Because there's some fun rumors going around and a lot of discussion. Because people... There's a lot of people who don't think the Green Goblin is Norman Osborn. I think it's going to be Norman. I agree. Uh, I want to see if, if any anyone has any fun ideas and theories and stuff like that that could suggest otherwise. Um, I'm loving the series myself. Drew, are you liking it too? Dude. Uh, it's me, so interesting. They could not have picked a better choice for... I and I was skeptical. I think we, everybody was skeptical. Yeah. They couldn't have picked a better choice for a villain to be Spider-Man because I think Doc Ock is so calculating and smart and he would... He tries his best to act like Peter, but he does such a horrible job at it. It's well, everybody's starting to catch on. Yeah, well, not everybody, yeah. but I mean, even the, the people Avengers, close, the Avengers, and which that was kind of it's like these Carly. Guys, Carly already knows. Yeah. what's Did going you read on. the team up? Yes, the team up was pretty good too. Um, I'm I'm really liking it. I'm looking forward to like. Obviously, it's building to a big climax right now of when the Green Goblin and Spider Man finally go to war effectively. But uh, I'm really, really loving it. I'm really hoping when they do decide to reverse the status quo and go back, they find a way to keep Octavius on board as like an anti-hero yeah. or something. I've yeah. just become yeah, like, that would be really interesting. Well, to there's have so many Peter like, Parker like clones now, where yeah. like Riddler kind of helps Batman. I don't know if that's the he's, current issue. He's kind of a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think because the problem is Parker is not happy with Octavius. Octavius just purged him from his mind. I mean, like, there's... Parker's not going to be happy no matter what with Octavius. So he's going to have to be, like, an on-the-run anti-hero. Kind of like, I guess, Venom kind of is. And I'm really hoping that somehow with, like, all these Parker clones and stuff and 
of course, Doctor Strange will, of course, come in or something, and they'll find a way to restore Parker while keeping Octavius. Yeah, right. I just hope they don't get rid of Octavius because he's been really he's brought such out. A good character. As such, this deep, complex character that you didn't know was there before. And I was talking to a guy on uh, on the Marvel subreddit about it. Um, he's like, it, I don't like it because it felt creepy in the first few issues. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. That, that's part of it, though. At first, you're like, I don't like Octavius. He's creepy. He's weird. He's, he's odd. This isn't Parker. But you learn to love him, and it's so weird to say that, because Octavius is such a creep. He's so, he's like, I'm going to go bang all these bitches and, and Peter Parker's body. And he's just looking at everybody, <laughs> yeah, he's just like eyeing all these women by their breasts and stuff, and all, this, Man, all the whole it's, time. It's and, really creepy, but it works. It's just amazing. It's so well written. I just had a funny thought. What if um, Green Goblin <laughs> is Peter somehow? Well, that, that's what I was going to say. What if it's a Parker clone, or if Peter... No, I mean, it's Peter. Yeah. Like, somehow. Yeah, that could work. That'd be funny. Um... What what about foes? Let's huh? go to a negative note. Well, foes, awesome. It's oh my, my favorite gosh. comic. You guys, it's really good. You guys drilled me. For I haven't it. read the new issue. Oh, the new one's oh, so I good. I haven't read it. No, the ending. Wait till you part. Wait till you meet Boomerang's lawyer. That's he, exactly what Boomerang's lawyer is like. The he is lawyer. the MVP of the Marvel Universe for 2013. <laughs> mark my words. He's hilarious. You can just see him like. That character, you can just picture it in his head. <laughs> you can, I like him because he's one of those characters where his personality is so well written. You have a voice for him immediately. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you can picture him like almost like it's a movie in your head. Like you can picture that guy. It's, and everybody knows somebody. My like favorite him. thing though is like the slight fourth wall breaking kind of explanation from the narrate, narration in it. It's just so perfect. Like and you gotta read that issue. You gotta read it. I just wanted to spoil something right now. Yeah. But I'm not gonna the do characters it. are awesome too. Well, I, I, let's not spoil it because it just came out Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> we won't spoil things unless they've been out like a week and a half, two weeks. Needless to say, though, Boomerang has become my favorite villain. And I'm not. He's awesome. Yeah. The whole all the characters are awesome. Okay. Um, Carnage. I am not liking. I haven't Have you guys read it? I'm waiting because it's only like, what, Have you read it, Richard? I haven't read it. Okay. It starts off very interesting. The premise, you'll find this out in the first two pages, is that Carnage's Tida is incarcerated, and the essential premise is that the uh, Frightful Four, namely Wizard and Claw, are wanting to break him out and use him as a suit kind of like Venom is. And that's where it goes. Interesting idea to start with, but in the first issue, I was kind of trying to stay optimistic about. It. The second issue, I didn't like as much. I do like um, the thing. I do like Claw and the Frightful Four, but until, like all four are out till I read it. But I just remember one of my favorite parts from the Superior Foes, and it kind of made me laugh was when Boomerang's hanging from the light pole, and he tells the kid that if this ends up on Instagram, he will find him. <laughs> and I lost it. Oh my god. Yeah. Go read, foes. We already said Team Up is good. <laughs> Just go. Has everybody read Scarlet Spider? No. I have not. It's on my list. None of you guys have read Scarlet Spider? No, dude. I'm not a huge okay. Scarlet Spider. I have guy. told Austin, like, every other day, like, Hunter, you need to read Scarlet Spider. Hunter, I want to explain so something to it's you. It's so good. Every week I hear, uh, you must read this. Mm-hmm. And between Invincible and how yeah, much I you just passed that for a month, <laughs> it. Hey, you should go read Hellblazer. Seriously, go read Hellblazer. 700 something issues. 300. Scarlet Spider follows Kane, and he is no longer a killer and a bad guy. He's trying to be a good guy, but I mean, he still kills when he has to. But basically, he's running away. The premise of the whole series, because there's like 30 some issues now. Yeah. The premise of the whole series is 
He's running away. He's on his way to Mexico, which is why he ends up in Houston. And something happens, and he decides to stop and save this girl. And then he saves her, but then the girl presents this interesting problem that he decides to stay and help her with. Mm -hmm. And then he just gets entangled in all this other stuff. It's very good. Very well written. Very well drawn. the upcoming team-up, Scarlet Spider and Superior Spider, isn't it? If you start reading it, you'll fly through it. They're short. They're fast. They're fun. They're action-packed. They're really, really good. Um, Venom is excellent. I know you've read Venom. I'm like... 32 issues in or something like that. There's like 30. Have you guys read Venom, Drew? And I need to read it. Oh my gosh. Venom is Ricky, you'd love it. probably the best Spidey series out right now, especially the first half of Venom. For long, if we're going to long running, I'm going to put it over Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if Superior Spider-Man gets like 20 issues in and keeps as it's going, it, I think I'd like it better. Venom is amazingly entertaining. Um, uh, Flash is a character that I honestly like. Uh, I'm going to be like blunt here. I, I haven't been a long time comic reader. I know Flash by name, and I'd seen him occasionally in other stuff, but like to actually sit down and learn how Flash works, his relationships with everybody and all that stuff, he's a really good character, and they write it really well. In, in old Spidey books, he's he's fleshed out, like him, Betty, Mary Jane, Peter, Like he's a fleshed out character and personality, but in Venom, you just get full focus on him, and not only him. Freaking um, Jack O' Lantern! Oh, oh yeah, Jack O' Man, he is amazingly written in the. If Venom Jack O' Lantern's in it, I gotta read it. He is, it's the absolute Dude, best. Dude, it starts off right off. Yeah, the bat. it's the best it. Jack O' Lantern writing uh, ever. Venom's my uh, Flash Thompson Venom is my favorite part of Secret Avengers when it was going. When, yeah. when he was a big part, and then now Thunderbolts. Oh, we should. Well, let's see. We should talk about some Secret Avengers here in a minute. Yeah, that is actually on here. I, I've. We were going to talk about Secret Avengers last week, or the week before, and I was like, no, we better wait till Ricky's on here. Because uh, Ricky's a big Avengers fan, and I was actually curious what how what you're thinking of Secret Avengers so far. The new, so with like Taskmaster and all that stuff. Yeah, the new yeah, run. Of yeah, Secret it's, Avengers. I like it. Um, the first issue was cool because it they kind of tied in with the Avengers movie, which I feel like Avengers Assemble and this are kind of trying yeah. to do. Yeah. And uh, so I like it. I, th- I feel like it's an easy jump on, jumping on point for people who are, you know, just have seen the movies and want to start reading comics. I feel like oh, yeah. those or even symbols and this one are. Even for people who read comics but right. don't read a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Yeah, because it's, well, like the Budapest thing. They talk about, they show they made, what yeah. happened at Budapest. And, and I was then like, the movies reference that when he says, uh, or when she says, this isn't Budapest or whatever. This is like, and he's like, we were, I remember this very differently. <laughs> yeah, we and both I, remember I Budapest. I like that um, uh, Agent Fury is a little bit like, he's like a Running little corrupt. Gun. You know yeah. what I mean? And he was like, like when they uh, took out Hawkeye and that. First, what was that first or second issue? The second one, yeah. That's yeah. very good. That whole storyline was, uh, really I was And I like Tasky being kind of a anti... Like, is a good guy, but not a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how he always is. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, they, they write Taskmaster really well in this. I think... Uh, who else was it? Um, the was whole a- thing with uh, not only Secret Avengers across... All the Marvel books right now, the whole AIM Island thing is really interesting, too. Oh, I, I love the, the idea of it. Because, I mean, like... You you always think about like AIM and Hydra like they have all this power and stuff. Why don't they just like build like one giant super base? Well, Hydra's been fleshed out many times, as Ricky yeah. can tell you. But AIM has, but not 
to this to yeah. where it looks like they're going. And I, I love the with uh, all this, the, especially with the the Infinity event coming up and them being a very key well, component that, of the it. Lead, what is it? The Supreme, the Science Supreme. Supreme. I he's love a, the back and forth. He's a jerk, man. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, love, he's like taking his own people out, and you're just kind of like. I oh. love him. Like his his writing and everything was great too, but. Uh, there's some fun stuff that happens in that book. I'd recommend it to a lot of people. And I, a, I want a movie for the it. The art's really yeah. good, too. I would, I would love a Secret Avengers movie that's more like Secret Agent style. Which yeah. is Cap 2 is supposed to be more S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, revolving around S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I won't... I can talk about that though, for another two hours. So Have you guys watched the, the show yet? Mm. Uh, no, I didn't, new, I didn't know it was out yet. The new S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I thought the first episode came out. Because uh, I had been, might, I had heard people say online that it was really, really good, but I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it yet. I hope it's good. If, the, if I did, I missed it, and I'm terrible. So I'm gonna wait till like a few come out and then watch it all in a row. But I'm, I'm pretty think? optimistic about it. I know this might be a little off topic. What do you think about the new cartoon? Has anybody seen that? The uh, uh, the one that followed Mightiest Heroes. No, the Mar- yeah. Mightiest, Marvel's I haven't even finished the original. I'm at the end. Uh, okay. Mightiest Heroes I loved. Me and Aaron loved it. Aaron loved it as someone who didn't know much about the universe. I liked it because it, it, while it strayed from the comics, it was still okay in some points. Right. And they hit a bunch of the big events. I totally dislike the new show. I'm just not enjoying it at all. It's it's good. Following it's Mightiest, Aven- it's, Mightiest yeah. Heroes, it's a hard follow. Well, I feel like it's suffering because they want to tie in with the movie and they want to put like I like Falcon a lot and I but I I miss Black Panther you know what I mean I miss all these characters that I've like for two seasons I watched and even though I you know I read about them in the comics like it's different when it's visual you know yeah like, there's just like something that. cooler about the shows yeah. than comics it, so now it's just kind of like you're restarting, even though you know these characters, you know you know Tony Stark's origin, you know Cap's origin, you know Hulk's. Origin, but it's just kind of like we're not really the target demographic. Do they reboot? Do they reboot the whole thing? Like they don't re-explain really, everybody? They don't. No, they don't. Not it's really. not a hard reboot. It's kind no, of a soft one. It's a soft reboot, but it's just kind of like like Tony's more of the leader, except unless they're like in a battle. You know what I mean? Cap kind of takes over. It's just I don't know. It's uh, not my. It's not as good as Earth's Mighty said my. Opinion. Yeah, same in mine. Um, yeah, and that's really the only. I still haven't finished the original one. I'm like halfway through it. I like it. It doesn't hold a candle to Young Justice, but Young Justice got us canceled for no mother freaking reason. Which Young Justice is one of the best. You guys need to watch. watch It's one of the best animated shows ever made, behind like old Teen Titans and Batman animated series and Batman Beyond stuff. But. And some of the old X Men shows too. But Young Justice, I mean, it's written by Jeff Johns and by DC, like guest DC writers. So of course it's good, but so that's why I compare it to that. Like any any other comics cartoon I watch, I'm like, how's this compared to the best? It it's more kitty. Yeah. Than Young Justice, but it's not too kitty. Yeah, it's not Superior Spider Man. That's what me and Aaron liked about it was. We could enjoy it without feeling like we're watching a kids' show. Yeah, the voice work isn't super. It down, doesn't downplay to down. you a lot. Yeah. Sometimes it does. The the initial issues or uh, episodes kind of do. And there's a few like Easter eggs in it that I kind of like too. Where like they make offhand references or jokes. To they like, do a good um, job of. I was worried that they would just do like the basic villains over and over. Like it'd be like Thor and Loki over and over. But they do a good job of like there's an Modox in it. Yeah, there's a good and, ongoing. Yeah, plot. there's a gravity. Is it Graviton? Yeah. 
I think Whirlwind was in like the fourth or fifth yeah. episode, and I was yeah. like, Whirlwind? Whirlwind? <laughs> like, they're doing a good job of mixing Whirlwind things Whirlwind better up. be the villain in the Ant-Man movies, all I'm saying. The whole movie. <laughs> just Whirlwind. <laughs> the movie poster just Whirlwind like this in the city. Cool, just... <laughs> I like that villain. So, Cap, what do you think? What do you, now that this big, it wasn't really an event, but this big, huge, long arc has wrapped up, what do you think about it, Ricky? Okay, so at first, like, well, everybody knows around here, and a lot of my friends know I love Ed Brubaker. I try to read everything he comes out with. Hunter's gay for Jeff Johns, Ricky's gay for Brubaker. Brubaker, um, his run on Cap, that first, like, 25 issues, and then when uh, Bucky takes over, I, re- I really liked everything he did up until um, when they rebooted it like issue one and they did a mare droid and some of that stuff that was whatever but I like it's uh Remender right yeah yeah I like what he's doing because he took Cap which I've read a lot of Cap books and he took Cap and made him fresh to even me because he made him like they they went uh into his backstory with his dad and with his mom and you saw you saw like where Cap like he always says in this book, like get back up. You know what I mean? Or you know what I mean? He's trying to. He's always fighting through something, and then you see that with. Um, I think the stuff with Ian, where he doesn't want to lose Ian, is kind of paying homage to uh, when Bucky. To Bucky, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I the feel kid like even starts looking like Bucky. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I feel like with with that, it brought back uh, a part of Cap that's been missing a little bit since Bucky's been back. And he himself says that, actually, in the book, too. He says, yeah. like, that whole having something to protect makes him feel like what it is to be Captain America. He's no longer a man on a mission. The series He's does a, a good... Reminder does a good job of putting Cap in this interesting situation that, while it's it does reintroduce Cap's themes, like going over his childhood and how he came to be, how he does... You don't... Even as somebody who's read everything Cap like you have... It's even though it's rehashing stuff, it still feels fresh. Yeah, and Zola is like they did oh, such a good job villains, with Zola. That that villain that gets under your freaking skin yeah. that you just want, like you want to be in the comics so you can punch him in the stupid teleface. You know what I mean? You're so <laughs> you're so mad at him, but you, but then he has that little soft moment with Jet at the end. Oh my gosh! Yes, and it, I you and know sometimes I get a little struggling. emotional when I read comics, so I'm not gonna say I cried, but he cried. I cried. <laughs> but like, and here's the thing: he's I, crying right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast. Like, I, I'm a Tony Stark fan. Of no, I'm Tony, really. No, of course, I'm a Tony Stark fanboy. But like, my issue with Cap is like, whatever. Um, I, I don't like. I typically don't like Cap because Cap's a buzzkill. To everything like Tony wants to do, like if Tony wants to blow up a planet to save billions and save like fifty other planets, yeah, Cap can be annoying. I know what you're saying, yeah. yeah. And so that's usually my hit with Cap, but it's not like my hit at him as a character. I think that's more on the oh, keep going. Sorry. Well, that's not really my hit on Cap as a character. Right. Right? I still like him as a character. It's just like he frustrates me sometimes. Bendis to me writes Cap the worst. I agree, full heartedly. Except for the uh, prison breakout. And New Avengers, yeah. some of those stuff. He did it all right with Cap. But for some reason, I think, I mean, obviously Brubaker and Remender's doing a good job and, you know, some of the older stuff. But um, I usually don't like this guy's writing and I can't think of his name. Um, Jeff Loeb. Yes, Jeff Loeb. He did Fallen Sun. And that wasn't, I mean, that didn't focus too much on 
Cap because it was more the people affecting him. But that if you never read Captain America: Fallen Sun, you should read it because it's 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 right after he dies, but it's really good. You are right that Bendis does always write Cap as, as the, the buzzkill, as yeah, the and I think that's part of my as problem. the pain in the ass. I don't really like Bendis that much, I'm honestly, at all. But the funny thing is, like his Daredevil. Him his, and Brubaker's Daredevil yeah. is so good. And, Ultimate it, and Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. is my favorite comic series. Like, if you took every comic ever, that's my favorite comic series, it, and he wrote that. And I love Bendis it. this is on something he's, like, in love with, like, something that he can... I mean, that was his baby, yeah. yeah. And then so kind great. of was Daredevil back you in the day. You can't throw him characters that he's not used to writing. Like, I feel like he's given Cap to use, so he just throws Cap in there. Well, it's because Marvel wants Cap to be in... Well, They're pushing him big Like, yeah. my frustration with the New Avengers, and me and Hunter went over this with you, I know, once in, right. in the truck, was that I felt like Cap was thrown in there out of nowhere. I think, yeah, I think they, well, and then, but the way the <laughs> Illuminati works, like, I like that they did that. I like that they tried to put Cap in there, put but, a foil Cap, in there. but Cap is too, like... Yeah, they didn't write him well enough to... I felt like... It was annoying. Hick, I felt like Hickman there. had this idea, and they're like... You gotta put Cap in the book. It's Avengers, and he's like, "I don't want Cap in this book." And they're like, "No, you have to put Cap in the book." So he's and like, he's like "Cap's gonna be in there." Like, f this crap, man! I'm getting rid of Cap as soon as I can. I know Cap is in a lot of. He just breaks the right ebb of and the it's, book. And it's 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 otherworldly it too. Well. It could have been done well. That's right. the thing. I don't, it wasn't done that bad. It wasn't bad, but it could have been done better, I feel like. I feel like New Avengers is really otherworldly. I feel like the characters that are in there make sense. I feel like Cap... It, I feel like... Um, since Cap is like a normal character, a normal Avenger, he's like the, you know, the uh, cornerstone of the Avengers, you know what I mean? So he's always leading the team. I feel like they wanted to put that in there for the reader, say, okay, Cap's in the book. And then they say, well, this is way over Cap's head. You know, Cap's wielding a gauntlet and, you know what I mean, trying to... Yeah. And I feel like... What a douche. I feel, I feel like that, they did that to... Um, help the reader. And, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And I they understand. did it to sell books. As well, well but, but, um, back back on the cap and to push the movies. That um, are coming. Back on yeah. cap, though, what I like about it is it's very. Uh, it's almost a po- post-apocalyptic feel. Well, that's how Remender writes. Yeah, and as I soon as they it. said Cap was doing it, I was like, "This ain't gonna be your Brubaker Cap on the and street book," see, and it's when, not. When I picked up Cap to start reading it yesterday, I went through all the issues. When I picked it up yesterday to start reading it. I was expecting a shield, a very secret Avengers-like, straightforward, caps on a mission to do this, but something from his past, yada, yada, yada. Right. No. What, instead, what I got was a great, a very a post-apocalyptic feel, some really, really foreign and weird environments, a very detestable, well-written villain, and then questions. Like, at the end of that, I'm not going to spoil anything, they give you so many more questions on yeah. top of it than you started with. When Remender said he was going to do Zola, that's when I was like, well... Obviously, I was going to buy the book anyway, but then I was like, well, I'll put it on my pull list, you know? Because Zola, just to me, is one of my favorite villains. It, it feels like Uncanny X-Force, the writing and the the art, it feels very much Rick Remender. Yeah. But still stays true to Cap. I, I was pretty happy with the two. At first... At first, when I very first read the first couple issues and it sets the premise up with Zola and the Zola world, I was like, that's an interesting idea. And then a few issues went on and I was like, eh, you're starting to lose me a little bit. But yeah. it turned it out... Kicks back up. It It turned out very, very well. I was very, By the end of it, I was I like all into... I was all into Jet and, yeah. the, and, um, and Jet might be, Ian and I was like, man, I'm loving this. Jet Jet's a great character, too. And that's what I was talking to Ricky about last night. For such a short character that you haven't known for more than a few issues... 
she really develops fast, like, emotionally and depth-wise. They did a great job with her. I hope they do a... Well, I think it's inevitable, but I hope they do a Marvel Now set and have Jet and... And Zola like that? Yeah. And and so, I mean, obviously pull from the other books, but I think it'd be cool to have a little sub... I think a sub-theme for each comic should be in there, you know? Yeah. If they did a hero... I just want to mutate generic that has, like, shape change. That'd be pretty cool. Real quick, touch on video games. Ricky, what have you been playing? Last of Us, like, ten hours so far, and it's... That's my next... I'm starting it tomorrow. It's... The, you know how sometimes you like, I don't know, I, like Gears of War, for example, I'm just playing a game. I don't really care about the story so much. Right. I do the action, so I kind of just skip through. Like, today, my fiance and my uh, little baby were making a little bit too much noise, and I was trying to, like, focus on the story, and I'm like, hey, shh. You know, like, I was like, because the story is just, it's, it's so good. It's, and um, little Ellen Page, which it's not really Ellen Page, but it's spoke, like yeah. Naughty Dog pretty it's much modeled said, after her. Yeah, it's which, Ellen Page without her permission. But um, she <laughs> like the banter between them is it's amazing. In the first ten minutes, if you're a father or if you have a soul, you'll probably be like, <laughs> "Well, I'm out." Yeah, you'll be like, "It sold mine for an iron." It really figure. hits. <laughs> it really hits you, you know. Especially like I'm a dad, so that part was just like. Maybe go and hold really my daughter and be like, no, you know. It's anyway. I'm, I'm looking. Spoil my thing, but I'm looking forward to it. Prepare to cry. I don't know. It's pretty sad. <laughs> I don't cry. I <laughs> cry. In, the, in the in the, it's not like a, you know how Dead Space they do a lot of jump scares and stuff. Yeah, to get you. This is like just straight eeriness. It's eerie intensity, kind and it's of intense. Thing. Yeah, it's like you're uh, get caught in a trap and you're upside down and Ellie's getting attacked and you're trying to shoot. Upside down. Yeah. It's like really cool game mechanics like that that make it fresh to me. The atmosphere is perfect in that game. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm d- I'm starting it tomorrow. I was playing Metro for the last couple of days, and it I did the exact same thing I did with the first one. I played it. I was like, this is a cool game. This is a cool idea. And you get bored. And then a couple hours later, I'm like, this is the same goddamn thing over and over and over. Like, and even the, though it's good, I'm it's, not going to finish this It was thing. the same thing with Stalker for me. Kind of like, I love Stalker. I love that universe. But, like, after a few hours of it, it's the same thing over and over Yeah. Before I played Metro, I played the new Tomb Raider, and I was ecstatic with how it turned out. Man. It's good. It's I watched, really I watched good. a bunch of uh, streamer friends of mine play it, and oh my god. The story's not bad. The main thing is the gameplay and the graphics. It's, it's, it's basically, it's a slightly more realistic take on an Uncharted. It has some Far Cry elements, That's too. That's another game I want to play. Yeah. As it feels more realistic. Like, at the beginning, it almost feels just like a survivor simulator. Like when yeah, you're, you're like, I'm to about hunt. to fucking like, die. It, I, <laughs> and the thing about it is, gamers of any fan, like, any fan of certain parts of gaming, like, I feel like anybody can pick up this game and like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's got a good all-around It's good. not super in-depth on... And Tomb Raider is a name people know, so it's yeah. gonna sell well. The one problem I have with Last of Us... Well, there's two things real fast and then we can move on. There's, like, really endearing moments with the two characters, but even... I've never owned a PS3, and somebody was... I was fortunate enough to let somebody... Or have somebody let me borrow it. And I... I've always been a Microsoft... I mean, I have PS1 and PS2, but... Um, you know, I've been an Xbox 360 fanboy for Are a while. Are you converted, brother? Have you I've, come over to the I've line? Never you seen, haven't even played all the other games yet. I, exactly, but I've <laughs> never seen graphics. I, I mean, PC, I know. But I've never seen graphics that 
Good. And there's a little hiccups. In it's beautiful. Hello, Ricky. Welcome to us. <laughs> but um, there's like, Welcome even when you guys are hiding, like, there'll be some, like, the uh, monsters in the game, the infected, they're not even like the main yeah. thing you're afraid of. It's the people. It's like this post-apocalyptic world that's they're like... They're desperate. Yeah, they're desperate. They want to kill you. But anyway, you'll be like hiding behind a counter and Ellie's like sitting right under your arm. Like... You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, it looks good. Naughty Dog did a great job. Yeah, the and it looks good. Their animation, they're freaking. Nate Drake looks like he's. I mean, it really looks. The animation, the climbing animation, is just perfect. It yeah, looks realistic, I, I even though it's games. obviously way out of bounds. Like when, you can never do that. It looks realistic. When I imagine their mocap studio, I imagine their suit is literally just made of dots. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long do you have the PlayStation for? Uh, well, he said I can borrow it for as long as I want. All right, and we're going in we my are gonna get you we, we're going in my room, and uh, we're oh. getting you all the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited. You're getting all the Uncharted's. Okay. Did you ever play um, Shadow of the Colossus on PS2? No. All right, you're taking that home. God. I got. Uh, I what do, else do I have? I do have Metal Gear Solid Four, which I'm excited for because I haven't you played excited that. To watch hey, yeah, yeah. Well. I don't. Even, I didn't even like it. I loved I it. Did, um, have you oh, played God of War Three? No. I haven't played any of the Taking God of War Three. What else? Ratchet and Clank? No. Oh, come on. No. He's got to play one Ratchet and the Clank. The PS3 game. ones aren't that great. Do they have I agree, uh, but... Crash Bandicoot anymore? No, they're not. Ooga Booga or whatever. I like that. Maybe Nino Kuni. I don't know. Nah, I'm still playing there. Yeah, yeah. Dynasty Warriors. There's a ton. I'm still trying to beat Dark Souls, but I, Last of Us right now has just got me... So Dark Souls is a couple hundred like, hours. Yeah, Dark Souls is a game yeah. you can pick up and drop. Like it's yeah. not like a story game where you have to play through it in like one. No, I'm <sighs> saying once you get into it, oh, yeah, you're going to be sunk in it I for they, hundreds of hours. I, honestly, I, back to Heroclix for a second. I really want a <laughs> what? lot of Heroclix. How dare you? I really want like a Last of Us like little starter set or something. Just something cool for collectors because I would buy that. I want to see a or lot Metal more. Solid, so oh, did you play Bioshock? Yeah. Infinite, yes, and the old man. Well, I haven't, so I'm I haven't, still the odd man. But I haven't beat it yet. I'm on the, what? I'm, I'm going what? in. How do you start and not beat it? I'm going into because I got Last of Us. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going into uh, the the mansion right now. Oh, there's still a lot after that. Yeah. I mean, um, never mind. Uh, no, on the, I'm um, so excited. On what he was saying, <laughs> I would like to see. I'm happy they're doing a lot of video game properties. Like the Dota Two ones are looking awesome. Speaking of Dota Two, what were you playing this week, Andrew? Oh, Dota Two. <laughs> yeah, no one asked Drew what he was playing. We haven't got to Drew yet. I know, I'm just interjecting. Me myself. He's wearing a Dota 2 lanyard. I talk a lot. That's how you'll recognize him at Gen Con. He's wearing a Dota 2 lanyard. And he'll have a Manco hat on, because that hat's balling. I do like I've thought about stealing it a few times, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My hat's pretty good. Speaking of Manco, I played a little TF2 this week. Really? It's still the best game ever. Did you, did you buy a bunch of keys? No, I didn't buy anything. How have you not given it in? I haven't bought anything. You will break one day, Hunter Smith. Um, that's enough for this week. Next week, we will not be recording on Sunday, like I said, because we will be at Gen Con. We will be putting out a short episode sometime during the week. That'll be number to six. To rage about neckbeards. To rage about how we got <laughs> our butts kicked. Um, episode seven, we'll be back on full schedule on Sundays. There'll be a community question. You'll get the full news spoilers, etc. Follow us on Twitter on dial H. Four, the number four. Dial H four hero clicks. That's on Twitter. I want to thank Phil. Phil has been hard at work on our Twitter, and uh, he and I both have been on there answering questions and talking to people and messing around with push to regen. And I post random stuff once in a blue moon. Um, like get a Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Um, it's Dial H four spelled out. Dial H four hero clicks. 
Um, you can also contact us directly on there, chat with us on PMs or whatever, you, you know, if you just want to talk. Um, I also it. post the um, the <laughs> the questions of the week, the community questions on there. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us on iTunes. We are on Reddit, the uh, Click subreddit. Um, that is where I also go on there and ask for feedback, and um, you can give us any kind of feedback. You can answer our community question. I, I would like to say that we've gotten great feedback, especially on Reddit. Like, yeah, I want to thank everybody on Reddit for for staying in uh, contact with us and giving us good feedback that helps us improve our podcast and also answering the community questions and just for supplying the community with good and info. Just talking. Seriously. <laughs> it's just yeah, fun it's conversation. Just, it's just nice having conversations with other guys, you know, about clicks it's, like that. It's just when people you, you hear people like the things you're doing, you just get happy and you're like, yay. Um, we are on Podbean dialage for heroclicks.podbean.com. You can't hide from us. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. We are... We're not on Tumblr. We're not the, on Tumblr. We, we are we're the multiple man of podcasts. We are the all-seeing, all-knowing crap of the world. We are Uatu. Thanks for the uh, Thanks for joining us. We will get back to you on either Tuesday or Wednesday.